Well, just the way it Except is. Accept the call, but I'll be on mute. At least you can talk to the people on Twitch while I wait. Yep. Well, we can kind of stop, yes. I guess, and bring him in when he's ready. Okay. That sounds like probably a better idea, doesn't it? Then we can get going on time. So let him know that. Say we'll get going and we'll bring him in when he's to let us know. And we'll, well, he'll just appear, won't he? I guess. I guess he's here, but he's not talking. Yeah. So he'll just join in and start talking. Goat dangler. Oh, why are we live on? T- I don't want to talk to people on Twitch. Ugh. Ugh. Why would we want to even Suck. do that? Other kids in Springfield are SOBs. SOBs. Yeah. Right, are you ready then? Shall uh, we just get going? Uh, I'm and, ready. And we'll bring, well, Chini will just enter when he's ready. So you sound proper Skypey now. Well, I, you sound absolutely fine to me, so that's a good thing because that means that's what it'll sound like on the recording. Yeah, but it might sound bad on Twitch. Well, that's a minor consideration for me if I'm being really honest. I hear you. All right, so we're ready? We're ready. All right. All this- right is to mark the sad end of the Steam sale. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good time that made us laugh always Hello and welcome to show 284 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. 284, bringing you more. What, 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 what? Welcome, people. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And we're not going to wait because Ginny isn't quite here. What a loser. Yet. But he's coming, so he is coming at some point. And I don't mean... Uh, I have, like, people in my house and stuff. He just doesn't want to talk to us. I know his team. Yeah, and... And when I say coming, I don't mean in a sexual way. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, Father's Day over here. Jim. Father's Day. Father's, yeah, is it the same over there as it well? Is. Is it Father's it's Day. Father's wow. I wish to wish everyone who's a father a happy Father's Day, and everyone who's not like me, booyah! Happy sleeping in late day. Yeah, it's like, well, that's your day every day at the moment. Except I don't sleep in late. I swore, I woke nope. up at five thirty this morning. Jesus, uh, that's that's a bit later than when I get up normally. It's a bit late. In the UK, y'all say half five. Does that mean half till five or half past five? Half past five. Okay, so half is. five is half. So I slept till half five this morning. Yeah, we always say half past five, though. We never say half five. Right. So there you go. Look, look, you're learning a bit of English today. Bit of English. Um, well, I've got some show sweets because it was Father's Day. My daughter bought me some uh, Turkish delight. Oh, so Turkish delight. I know, I do like it. I do feel like Edmund, though, out of the line, the witch in the well, wardrobe. Well, see, that's the thing. I, I never heard of it before I read that. 
And it's funny because uh, Julia Wirtz does this great comic strip called The Fart Party, and she has a character who, or she writes about herself, really. Uh, when she was growing up, she was always like, I want some Turkish Delight. And she's like, she has a little arrow pointed to herself, has no idea what Turkish Delight is. You see, I think, though, partly, I think the reason I like it is because when I read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe as a kid, yeah. it made it sound really exotic and, like, from expensive. Turkey. Yeah, from Turkey, man. It probably was expensive at that time. It probably was. Um, yeah, we should say, just before we start this week's show, that, you know, apologies for the audio quality of last week's show. Nothing. Because it wasn't great, it has to it be It was said. fine. Yeah, we're not going to get the beautiful fidelity of sound that people come to expect when you and me and Chinny are going... <laughs> E3, uh, Fallout. <laughs> you need high-def audio for that. For, for sure. But yeah, we did, we did have some problems with skype the internet or whatever but yeah it was it didn't sound great but it was listenable i'm not saying i did give it a shut up what do you want people you get what you pay for don't you yeah well yeah we're free Ah, are you really actually complaining about this no 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 feel the sobs so tell them to suck old bub so (laughs) i guess i guess we could do that but we don't we don't sorry about the sound quality everyone yeah, we don't say that to the listeners, but yeah. But Duke sounded great. Oh, yeah, because it was my audio. <laughs> it was your audio, so you sounded great for the whole show, and Ginny and I sounded a little bit but People can hear what I have, which is, uh, it sounds like I'm cutting Stu off or whatever, but I'm not. It's just Yeah, you're always doing that, always. Sometimes I do, but sometimes it's just the consequence of the way, whatever, for whatever reason, the audio just works a certain way, and it you're, the audio from me comes to you a little late. So it sounds like yeah. cutting you off sometimes on the show and whatever, but I'm not. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't happen that often, yeah, but man. once every now and again it it's does. Every now and again, man. Every now and again. Every now and again. We can't help these things though, because we've no yeah, idea what we're recording. Oh shut up. Leave us alone. It's gonna sound like until we listen to it back afterwards. But it is what it is, what it, it is. What it is. <laughs> Alright, moving on. My favorite yeah, moving time. On. It's story story. Story story time. I got one. You got one? Uh, not really, but go on, let's hear yours. Okay, so here's my story, story time. So, um, as you know, last time we spoke, I had gotten a diagnosis from my computer company. The CyberPower PC people had, I had complained over email about my computer constantly restarting. And they said, send us specs. And I sent them specs about what was going on with my computer. And they said, oh, it looks like your PSU is faulty. We will replace it. And I was like, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I said, well, and they actually said, or you might want to get a new faster one to compensate for your new graphics card. Now, I don't think I really needed it. But, of course, in the future, if I get a better graphics card, I'll need more power. And at some point in the future, I'll probably need more power. So it kind of makes sense to just get a new one. So so I got a new one. And that means I had to. So did so did they did they pay towards no, this did, or did you? I have... asked them if they would. Like that would make sense, you know, because they were willing to send me a new one free. Or even if they send you an upgraded one and charge you the difference. Well, that would be great too. But they didn't offer either of those. And I asked them, could I possibly get some money from the faulty one? And they were like, we can't do that. We would be willing to send a new. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, no, get bent. Which is <laughs> sad, but whatever. It is what it is. So. I got the new one, and I got the one that Richard Webster recommended. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate your guidance on these things because I don't know nothing about them. So 
Um, yeah, I got one that's 750 watts, which is 25% faster than the, or better than the other one. Now, here's the thing about a PSU. Even when I put it in, if I were to start it up, it wouldn't, I wouldn't notice anything different. You know, you put a new graphics card in, and it's like, oh, let's try out these new games, right? With a new PSU, it's like, it's not like, ooh, everything's got more power now. <laughs> no, it just works. It just, it just works. still works. And the, the yeah. only thing I'm going to notice is that my computer will not crash every hopefully Hopefully. right exactly so it's the absence of a negative rather than the presence of a positive so anyway i had to open it up and i opened it up and i look in the thing and there's all these wires and now it's not just a graphics card because you remember when i replaced my graphics card it was pop out the old one pop in the new one piece of cake right yeah it's it's very straightforward like that was it yeah yeah well that's not the way a power supply replacement process works no. Power supply replacement is a pretty involved process. Yes, it so is. So I opened it up, and I'm looking at all these cables, and there are things bundled together with those plastic ties. And I was just like, oh, no, this is going to be crazy. And I was so scared, I actually called the repair center down the block to see how much they wanted to just put it in. Because I was like, I just, I'm so scared I'm going to do something wrong, and I'll brick my computer so I called them up, and I was like, how much? And they were like, uh, hang on, let me check our pricing on that. And I was like, I already have the PSU. And they are like, oh, wait, you have the PSU already? I'm like, yeah, I just want to know how much you would charge to put it in. And they were like, oh, hang on, because this was a Sunday. I didn't know anybody in town. I could call up and be like, come over and help me. So I was like, how much would it be? So they put me on hold which to go check their pricing, which means laugh with the other guy and be like, ah, this idiot wants to pay us to put his PSU in. How much do you think we can get away with? So they come back and they're like, that's sixty nine ninety five. And I was like, whatever. Get Ben. I didn't say any of that, of course. I was like, okay, thank you. And I hung up. You know what? They probably could have gotten $20 out of me. If they had said $20, I probably would have gone down and handed. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. I think that would have been reasonable. But yeah. they wanted 70 and I was like, forget it. I can. Over- no, that's not, that's not reasonable at all. I was so scared. And then. I actually got everything out from the old one, put the new one in, and it works fine. Boom! Of course it does. <laughs> but again, right, again. I mean, here's the funny thing, Duke, though. Now, you have more or less rebuilt your computer. I pretty much have at this point. Yeah. Now I'm like, next time I'm building my own, damn it. You <laughs> should. I know. Look, it. It, it does seem daunting, and I do agree with you, you know, the way you felt it was before you did. And I, I, in a way, I kind of feel lucky that I didn't cock anything up. But on the other hand, I think I was, you know, like, for instance, the size of the PSU. I was so worried that I would get the wrong size and it wouldn't fit in. But, of course, the point is that they're pretty much standardized now, yeah? So yeah. no matter which one I got, chances are the screws were going to line up, and they did. And I just screwed it in place, which was fine. And the one that Rich got me to buy, I'm so glad he pointed me to this one, it has modular plugs. So whereas usually with a PSU, all these extra plugs coming out of it, you just have to keep them off to the side or whatever. This, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can unplug them from the PSU as well. So if you, if I get, so I only have as many cables in there as I need to have. So yeah, that's good. State drive or something in the future, I can just put another cable into the PSU and then plug it into my solid state drive. Although the, it's so interesting because, and I know nobody cares. I'm sorry, people. We will talk about actual games soon, but this is the one interesting thing. I, well, another interesting thing about my PSU. For some people, it'll be interesting. <laughs> um, the plugs that go into disk drives are different from the plugs that go into, say, fans or video cards, right? So yep. the, they're these long, flat kind of plugs. 
And the one, the old machine that I had, the old PSU, had a separate cable for each of those. The one that I have now has one long series. It's like a serial cable with like five of those plugs on it. So basically, I plugged in the one that I have into my hard drive and one I have into my DVD drive, and then there's like three in between. If I put a new drive in, I can just plug it right in there, and I don't have to fiddle with anything in terms of – I'm just really happy with it. The process was very smooth. It works beautifully, and everything worked out great. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's ask the million-dollar question. Has your okay. computer crashed? Has it crashed since you've installed the new PSU? No, it has not. <laughs> Exempt Mr. Fish was interested in that story. Well, you're welcome then. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean I haven't played a, I haven't played any Battlefront Four, but I have played some other games that are kind of intensive graphically, and it hasn't crashed. I haven't noticed any problems. Um, yeah, everything seems to be working great. Excellent. Do you know what though? I've got to say. Big props to you, Jude, because I know what you like with this sort of stuff. You know, you're all like, oh, I'm not doing it. This is just crazy. I'm not messing around inside my computer and all this stuff. But I felt you've done. I did it anyway. You did. You bit the bullet, man. You just did it. Exactly. And that, you know uh-huh. what? I think that's something that all people deal with in various ways. You know, whatever it is you're scared of. I think it's important to remember that it's all right to be scared and to be afraid of things. Um, and when people are afraid of things, it's important that those of us who are not afraid don't ridicule them. Don't tell them it's easy. Just be like, you know what? I understand your concern, but I'm here to help you and other people can help you. And I'm, I'm really lucky to have people who are available to help. And, you know, I, I put a question out on Twitter and like three people are like, well, here's my thoughts about it. And that's really nice because back in the day, I would have been alone, you know, and that's no good. So, yeah. And like I said, I feel like I've done the hardest stuff now. So next time around, I will buy my I will build my own PC. Yeah, do you know, I can see you doing it. I can definitely see you doing it. And to be honest with you, you know, and I know you sort of were giving me all the, oh, you're just saying that and all this, but it's, it, these days, I mean, back in the day, of course, it wasn't that simple, you know, to build a PC, but nowadays. It is a lot easier one, than it used to be, yes. And yeah. the other thing is, um, it, it's true with me with everything. Once I do a thing or do part of a thing, then it's much less terrifying. And I think that's true for everybody. So it's the type of thing where I'm, I'm, I'm really glad I went this route with it this time because I you know, got to know the parts of my computer in a way that I wouldn't have if I had just gotten one that was perfect right out the box. And if I had tried to build it from, for myself at the start, it, I feel like I would have been overwhelmed. I mean, I probably would have figured it out eventually, but I'm glad I went this way because then I could just deal with the graphics card by itself. And then, you know, I, didn't, and I, I don't enjoy the fact that I had to deal with this crashing thing and try to figure out what was wrong with it. But in the end, it allowed me to deal with the graphics card by itself and then deal with the PSU by itself and so on and so forth. So, yay, well, well, everything worked out. Well done, Duke. Hooray. Well done. Yes. And um, I'm glad Chinny isn't here because he'd have just been going, ah, boring PC Nobody talk. Cares. You guys, no one cares. Because I posted yeah. a thing on Twitter about, you know, oh, I, when I was, I basically documented every step of the process. So if you want to see pictures of the inside of my computer, people, check out my Twitter feed at Duke Scath, uh, because it's, um, yeah. So anyway, when I, I. On one of the pictures of the inside of the machine, Chinny wrote back, you've changed, man. And it's true. I have. You have? No, it is absolutely true. You you have changed. You, you're willing to do this stuff now. You just do it. You know, you you, you just grab the bull by the horns and get on with it. You know what I mean? I and I went running to someone else for help first, but 
eventually when it was too cheap when i was too cheap to pay someone else to do it then i bit the bullet and did it myself <laughs> yeah when you have no choice when i have no but to do it spend money yeah <laughs> okay Oper- operation <laughs> get rid of people in house almost complete yay enough almost hey. complete. Building i'm top. still i'm going in the operation uh, there's still there's still people in the house. I need to get rid of them. Tell them piss off. I have to go talk about. Go on, do you want tell them to piss off? <laughs> you missed the media. Well, my you... PSU, Chinny. You want me to go through it again? Uh, you know what? I would like a detailed infographic if possible. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of those on. Yeah, I'm too busy playing all these games. I can play now. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. don't crash anymore. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fantastic. I'm glad I. I'm glad I'm rushing to get everyone out. <laughs> so, let's just do quickly go through. Uh, Steam sale is, is more or less over. Steam sale. Have we started? I'm not being... Yeah, uh, we've started. Yeah, it's... we started. We said we'd, you'd just come when you came, if you know oh, what I mean. Um, yeah, it's Steam sale. I've I, I not been that impressed. I've not been that impressed. Well, that's because you suck. I don't know. I don't feel... <laughs> I don't feel that there was a lot of mega cheap games. Well, somehow uh, I, I have made. Wait, wait, sorry, I have to pick you up, Stu. There were a lot of mega cheap games. A lot of them you probably already had. The rest you didn't care about. But that didn't mean there weren't a lot of cheap games for sale. No, I guess you're right. I mean, the only one that I have divid on and then never did didn't buy it in the end was uh, Saints Row Four. So how many did you buy total? Uh, about three. See, uh, a couple of Steam games went on sale. It, it was only five dollars or something, wasn't it? Uh, four quid. What the hell were you? Why not? If you were at all interested, four quid. Are you that much of a skin flint? A couple of games went uh, on on sale on Steam that I care about. Yeah. Did you get them? No. Why the hell? What is wrong with you people? Oh, now it's over, huh? right? It's done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you what I did buy, though. Shall I tell you what I did buy? Go ahead. Tell us what you did buy. Uh, I bought this War of Mine. Oh, yeah. Have you played it? I've got that. Uh, Yeah, I haven't played it yet. No, I haven't played it yet. Uh Uh-huh. I've got Um, that, Stu. Have you got that? Very good. I've got that. Me. (laughs) I know know you've got it. You've got it. Uh, And the other one I bought this morning. Oh, what's that? Uh, Which was the uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, yeah. The The Telltale. Dead version of Borderlands. Yeah, so I bought that as well. So they're, they're, And I can't remember what I... I'm sure I did buy one more game, but for the life of me, I have not a clue mm-hmm. what it was. I couldn't tell you. Clue. So I don't know. Um, can I leave you two to it for a moment? Because I've just got a call uh, that I need no. to take. So oh, I will my God. I know, I know. I very rarely I... ever do this. I know, but I do need to take one this One door call. closes, another one opens. I know, right? <laughs> I know. So you two take over. Ugh. And I'll, okay. I, will be, I will be back. Very so, Jenny, what's up with how bad stew smells? God, he smells so horrible. I know. It's awful. Pathetic. At first, it's, you're trying to be polite, but the, after a while, you're just like, ugh, what do you smell like? So dog Jenny, vomit. what did you buy on the Steam sale? Well, what I tried to buy, apparently I'm louder than you guys, so let's turn me down. Uh, what I tried to buy was um, Space Base. Remember that game, Space Base? I have no idea what that is. It's a game. Where you build a a base in space. Okay. Um, keep up, Duke. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So and and I've I've heard uh, yes nine. That's it. Yeah, I heard Seth Mitnick talking about it, and I, I checked it out, and I was like, that looks that good. So I put it on my wish list. Yeah. Um, it was three quid on the sale, I think. But has it has it gone back to normal now? 
Yeah. It's still not that much, but it was three quid yesterday. So. Yeah. And? I don't know. Uh, Stanley Parable. I still want to sort of check it out for myself. Hey, you know what? I Despite. encourage you to make up your own mind. Yeah. 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 Just be yeah. careful. <laughs> and don't pay very much for it. No. Yeah. No. Well, it was like two grand on the sale. Yeah. So did you pay? Did you play Space Base at all? No, I didn't buy it. Oh, you didn't buy it. I thought you. you no, I just think, looked at it and went, I could buy that now. Yes, you could. But I must but tell I, you, the user reviews are mostly negative on Steam. Uh, which, I mean, that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you shouldn't buy a game, but I don't and know. Usually they're, they're written by experts, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? It's funny because when, when I see a game on Steam that I'm interested in, if it says mostly negative, I then look at the Metacritic score, if there is one, and this one says 49. So then I'll read the uh, reviews and I'll be like, oof, these do not look good. So I, no, maybe it's not very good then. I don't know. Seth mm-hmm. is not like that though. He's not the type of person who would like a game that other people don't like. Taking it yeah. So what have we talked about so far on the show? Oh, I just talked about replacing my PSU and my computer. The stage yeah. is wide open. We can talk about whatever you want. Do you have a story time you want to share? Um, uh, I saw, I think I do, but I can't remember. Um, do you have people over for Father's uh, Day? Yeah, but I'll tell you what, well, 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 because it's a video game show. Yeah. And because people want to hear us talk about video games. Yeah. Uh, I watched Derek season one this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Yay. Well, I was, I was very ill. I was very ill yesterday. I'm sorry. Very well. Food poison? And, uh, no, well, it's, it was like a combination of hay fever and all sort of like headache. And I was just, I wouldn't say ill, but I was just, I was a bit rough. And I had plans to do loads of different things on the Saturday. And I, I was getting annoyed. So. I ended up doing nothing. I just binge-watched season one of Derek. Yeah. And um, that's a good show. I love it. It's not... I wouldn't class it as a, an out-and-out comedy, though. No, definitely not. I think that's one of the things I like about it, is that it, it says, you know what? Whatever you're expecting, this isn't that. No. It's sort of like funny things happen. Yeah. Um, but I, sometimes... Sometimes I feel like it reaches, you know, yeah. for things like, or or they get to things very easily. Let's you know, let's like figure out the most disgusting, painful, atrocious thing we can do here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the whole thing with the with the young girl, um, and she's like sort of a bit not interested in stuff, and then she turns around, she gets ten out of ten, she cries, and so I, I felt I was too quick. Uh, you know I, I mean? It is the pacing. I agree with you on that. The pacing is a little rushed. Um, I do love the yeah. fact that when she shows up. The uh, the one who runs the place, I don't remember any of the, your names, but she goes, so, do you like to read? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I love reading me. And she's like, oh, yeah, what do you read? She goes, you know, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Right. That was great. Yeah. So, no. so it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah, it is good. But um, in general, at first I didn't like I didn't like the Kevin character. I didn't like Kevin him, is, I think, designed to be just impossible to like. So Yeah, but I quite, I quite like him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's funny. Imagine me and a... Rolling towards me, hand pump after hand pump. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I'm back. I'm back. Oh shush. Hello. Hang on, Stu. Hello? I want to hear this. Can you hear me? Hello? I want to hear Hello? this. Yes. Hello? Quiet. Ah. Have you seen the? You've seen the part. I think it's early on where he, where they, they stop the van and they get out to urinate, and Derek, yes. Kevin, and Derek says, "Oh God, you're not talking about shut a up. crap show." You didn't want to be here. And Derek goes, "I've just seen the worstest knob ever." Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen the worst. It's like it's it's like it's like a stumpy on the end, and it's got lumps. <laughs> it's a lump. Ah. 
Yep. All right, so. moving on. Yep. Are we ready to talk about what we've been playing? Yeah, let's do that. Let's get that out. Let's play it. Let's play it. So, who's going first then this week? Not me. Uh, Chinny then in that case. Let's have Chinny first. Uh, do you mind if you give me a minute because the, the Twitter isn't set up. I haven't got any of the games up. I guess anything. I guess I'll go for I'll go first then. Yeah, sorry. Do you want? I'm a busy guy. First, Chinny, or do you want? Well, I'll go first. It's fine. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Um, I've not played a whole ton of stuff to be fair. Uh, The Witcher Three. I'm still plowing my way through that, and I've played some more missions, and I'm doing some more stuff. And God, that game is huge, as I keep on saying every single week when I play it. Yeah, yeah it just keeps it just keeps on going, man. And again, you know, you get to the point where you think where you think you're just sort of going to find a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, you get to the end of an objective and it just so sort of goes off on a sideways move again. You know, like every time you think you're going to you know clear something up or get it finished. It, it sort of moves the goalposts. It kind of that kind of seems the way of the game, you know. You sort of. Yeah. I've not I've not got anywhere near the end of the main I'm objective yet. Percent you know? of the game you say you've completed in terms of the main storyline, at least. Do you know? I have. I really have no idea. And, okay. Well, here's a follow up question. Would you say at least halfway? Do you think maybe? I don't know. I reckon. Them, I reckon. Halfway. If you're not halfway, that's I just to, crazy. Yeah, but anyway, here's yeah. the thing. Would you say that your interest has waned a little bit? Are you? Is there any possibility you're going to stop playing it, or do you think you're going to keep going until you finish at least the main storyline? I don't think I'm going to stop playing it because I am very intrigued as to what's going on. But yeah, to an extent though, I'm kind of like oh, because I don't know whether I'm assuming the the quest I'm on at the moment is just kind of a part of the main quest because yep. I've got to find the character, right? And every time you think you're getting to a point where you're going to find the character, like I say, something else happens that prevents you finding the character and then you've got to sort of do another bit of another quest to get closer to finding that character. Right. I can't see that finding that character is the end of the story quest. Well, of course not. But no. So do you, here's the thing, because you're notorious for like stopping games. Like you never finished Fallout 3. You never finished, um, you, you know, you never finished a lot of games, but you did finish uh, Dragon Age and Quiggy Quig, right? I did. Okay, so did. it's a just a question. Is this going to be more like a? You never finished Skyrim. Is this going to be more like a Skyrim or more like a Dragon Age and Quiggy Quig? No, I think it's definitely going to be a Dragon Age Quiggy Quig Quig Quig. Because I think part of that as well is I've not come across anything frustrating really. You know, I've not really had a whole lot of trouble with the combat. I've not had much trouble, you know, leveling up Geralt. Well, so that this is what was difficult in Skyrim. No, I don't think. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't mean sort of in that respect, but I'm finding the game relatively interesting. All right. And, well, and fairly, I'm just kidding. Yeah, comfortable to play. You know, yeah. I'm sort of the you know the main storyline's keeping me going. You, the side quests just keep on popping up, so there's always something to be doing. You know, you've always got something to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am concentrating mainly on the main storyline quest, so I'm not. I'm doing some of the side quest stuff, and I did a lot more of that at the beginning of the game just to get the character leveled up more. All right. Um, so I guess it's it's kind of better for you to, you know, get the get the character leveled up, and then sort of you can concentrate more on the main storyline. I think what's interesting is a lot of the main storyline quests require a certain level of character. Yeah. So one of them was like I couldn't do it till I was like level sixteen or level seventeen. Part of the, finishing the main storyline. 
yeah. yeah. So I couldn't do that till I was level 17. And at the time when about I... That. I mean, part of me likes that, but part of me feels like, ah, just let me do the thing. Yeah. But, but then my character at the point when I got that quest was only level 7 or 8. Yeah. So I was quite a long way off that. But if you, if you do the main storyline quest and you do some side quests, you, you soon level up because it, it's, it's fairly static. Yeah. What what they've done, which is quite clever, you know, normally when you when you have these sorts of RPG games, where every time you hit a level, the goal, you know, the the finish line gets longer, doesn't it? So it starts off, you only have to get a thousand, you know, you know, XP to level up, and then the next time it's a thousand five hundred, then right. it's two thousand. You know what I mean? And they keep on increasing the length of time it takes you to get to the next level. Right. Well, with this, I'm, you know, for the last four or five levels it's been a thousand five hundred and it's not changed oh, okay so maybe you've reached the, the the ceiling of that i don't know i don't know i'm sure it will get higher you know as you sort of get higher up maybe but it doesn't seem to punish you too much that way and as you do the sort of the obviously like the side quests are worth about 50 xp yeah you know 50 to 100 depending on what you're doing the the main storyline stuff you know can be anything up to five seven hundred right so you can fill up half of your XP bar by just doing one quest Damn, out of the main storyline. <laughs> and the other good thing about that is as well, it, it gives you, if, if you're in the middle of a long quest, it gives you XP as you go along. Yeah. So you, you'll get like obviously a mid, you know, like a mid quest point or there might be three or four of those along the way. And at each one of those points, you get a bit of XP. So it, it keeps on giving you something to keep you going through the quest line. It's the game that keeps on giving. It is. It is. So I, I, I can't recommend it enough, you know, and like I say, the voice acting's great. It's a dark, grim world, though. You know, you do it's better, better than two. Yes, it is better than two. But there isn't, I'll be honest, right, there isn't, there isn't a really a lot of comedy relief in this game either. There's not, there's not much light moments, as it were. And Geralt, he, he is funny by some of the stuff he says. But I, I feel like he's not trying to be funny, but he is just funny because of the way he says stuff. Well, Does that, that kind of make it kind of nasty type of thing. You don't think no, anyone don't goes, think... he's a laugh a minute. He's, he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone ever does that. But the funny thing about Geralt is he's, he's kind of like no emotion about anything. Right, he's totally deadpan. He's totally... But, yeah. And, and most of the time it's, I'm going to kill those monsters and then get your daughter back or whatever it is. But occasionally, yeah, someone will say something and he'll just give you a totally deadpan answer that's actually pretty funny. I agree. I, yeah. What do you mean? He's a bit like Jack D. You know, he just he just says stuff in that way that's that's kind of funny sometimes. Like, you know, and he does do put-downs. You know, he will do the odd put-down line to somebody. You know, so he's quite funny, and he's I like I like all that. The one thing I have, I don't know whether I've mentioned this, but the one thing that does irk me slightly, I think I did mention it on the last time I talked about it, but the fact that dialogue choices are still available even though you've used them, and that that still irks me. But you know what? I was thinking about that because I think in some cases that's going to be necessary. Yeah, you did say this. I think we did talk about this, and you said you know if you're doing a quest or something like that, you know you might want to listen to the dialogue again and all that sort of stuff. I guess. But I do prefer the one where once you've said something, it disappears, and then you know, you know, you can't click on it again. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's a it's a fantastic game, you know, and I can't uh, I can't give it enough props. So yeah, that's that's kind of that. Um, I have started playing Game of Thrones on the PS4 now because I played. If you remember, I played the first episode on the on the iPad because it was free. So are you making different choices now? Are you making all the same? I am. 
I am because something happened in the iPad version, which I'm not going to talk about. But something happened in the iPad version, which I'm going to see if I can avoid in the in the PS4 version by doing different choices. Um, with a horrible decision where 70 people got killed, you'll make a different decision and only 60 people will get killed. That might that might actually happen. Yeah. That what are you talking happen. about? Because Game, Th- uh, Game of Thrones, Telltale's uh, Game of Thrones, uh, and it, and it is honestly, Duke, it is equally as brutal as the TV show and the books. No, well, we got the whole season that just finished for us to watch. We're probably going to HBO Go for a month. The f- they have like a free month promotion. We can watch the whole season in that month, and then just cancel it. Yeah, it, it is good. I mean, I how many seasons have you watched? But I think I, I've gotten to the point where when Telltale does a game, I want the whole thing to be out before I start playing it. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. So yeah, this no, isn't I done, right? There's not all of this. Uh, no, they've got four episodes out of six, so there's only I two to go. I finished playing season two of The Walking Dead, so I got that, and I want to play Wolf Among Us, and I want to play, uh, what's the other Telltale game? Game of Thrones? Uh, game, uh, well, there's uh, Game of Thrones, the Tales well. from the Borderlands. I don't care about that one. I thought there was another one. I still have to do the ba- uh, the Wolf Among Us. Have you played that? I haven't played. Have Life is that? Strange is the other one I was thinking about. Oh yeah, that, no, that's, that's really good, but that's that's not Telltale. I know, but I want to play it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do want to play. Too many it. games. Good. I literally have too many games. So good. Um, yeah, that's why I think I resisted the Steam sale a bit more this time because I just well, there's no point buying stuff well, that see, I'm never gonna thing. play. That's the difference between a true addict and someone who just kind of likes games. Because for me, you're right. There's no point buying new games when I've got stuff on my favorites list. Never mind installed. Never mind in my library on my favorites list that I haven't played, and still I'm adding new games. I can't help myself. And I tried. I, there were like, uh, for every game I bought, there were probably two that were on sale. I was like, ooh, I really want that, but I'm not going to buy it. That's yeah. what it means. No, that's good. Well done, G. help yourself. When there's someone well like done. you, you're like, I'm only going to buy this and that, and that's it. Yeah, no, I was really good. I've had, I've had a few more gifts, though, today, and I can only remember um, yeah. one that someone bought me. I can remember the name. I was meaning to write them down and See, then I forgot, I, so as apologies. As I get a gift now, I go right in here to the show notes, and I just write it down. because I, I know. I should have done and that. And that's what's so crazy and beautiful about our community is that we get so many nice people giving us gifts on Steam that we can't remember all of them. How cool is that? I know. That's a reason to start so your own podcast, if for no other reason than to get people to give you video games for free. Give me, give me games, give me free games. I'll tell you, yeah, so. too, I'll tell you this: uh, it behooves you to have a Steam account with stuff on your wish list, anyway. Because as I said, I paid forward the free gift I got last week, and this week, for some reason, I had bought. Well, I know why. I had bought Windborn in the past at some point, which is a fantasy style Minecraft clone from the people who made Defense Grid, and. Right. I haven't played it much, but for some reason in my inventory, five more copies just appeared. And so I went into my Steam library of my friends list, and I looked at everyone who wanted it, and I just handed them out to people who had it on their wish list. Oh, that's good. You know, that's hey, good. people. Charity, man. Charity. Yeah, just put stuff on your wish list, and you never know when it'll just show up in your inventory. There you, go. there you go. So yeah, so Game of Thrones, I'm trying to do different stuff this time through and just see if the game plays out that much differently. Yeah. I'm guessing it probably will. I think the thing that happens that I'm trying to avoid will inevitably happen. I think it's it's too much of a made story point not to happen. I haven't got to that stage yet, so but I'm sure it's still going to go exactly the same way. Yeah. And it, it is still funny that in this game quite often it'll say you know the the very telltale 
the character will remember you said that, or the character will remember you did this, and then they die about two scenes later, so it doesn't make absolutely any difference whether they remembered or not. Yeah. You know, and I do wonder whether that's just for show and actually has no effect on the game at all. Mm-hmm. Because it does, it, 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 it makes it seem a bit of a nonsense when they get killed, so, well, characters in Game of Thrones just get killed regularly anyway. That's just kind of the way it is, isn't it? the way it, it is. <laughs> uh, but again, it's good. It's well made. Obviously, they've got a lot of the original cast voice acting in this, and you know, it's good. So yeah, recommendation there. Yeah, recommendation for that. Um, and then I've got the only other two things I've played are on the on the Vita. I dusted my Vita off today. Uh, so I played how much a bit of game on there? A half inch. <laughs> there was a little bit. Of, there was a little bit of dust on it. Um, but I played I played some Game of Thrones on there upstairs while I was in bed this morning. So I played a bit of that using the remote play, which worked really, really well on it. Yeah. So that so that works really well through that. And while I was on there, I thought, oh, I'll just play some other stuff that I've got on here. So I played Everybody's Golf uh, for a bit. And it makes me realize just how good the golf club is. Because you have a game it, that's not as good by comparison. Correct. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's golf is a is a quirky and fun game to play. It is, and you know it's it's completely ridiculous. You know a lot of the stuff that happens in everybody's golf is just totally ridiculous. Like what? Um, and it looks okay. It looks great, but you realize just something that's ridiculous. Oh, like you'll you'll have like elephants walking across the fairway whilst you're taking <laughs> that your shot. Awesome. Is it yeah, to be it over the top then? Oh yeah, it's totally over the top. It. It's Japanese, isn't it? So it's just crazy. Yeah. You know, all all the plays look either like schoolboys or schoolgirls in short skirts. Japan! You know, it's 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 a very Japanese game, and you, you know, your caddy just squeals all the time when you make a good shot or whatever. You know, it's very very weird. Yeah. Um, but it's incredibly difficult as you get further into the challenges. You know, some of the courses are just truly ridiculous. Yeah. You know, the the wind speed, and sometimes it'll tell you what the the wind speed is, and then other times. It doesn't, so it just has a wind direction and a question mark, and you have to gauge it from, you know, stuff that's blowing across the course to work out quite how hard the wind is. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of that, and that, like I say, there's a lot of crazy stuff. The interesting thing about this is they play stuff on the fairway that you're gonna that's gonna get in the way of your shot. Yeah. You know, like a tree or a big rock or stupid stuff like that. Whereas at least in you know the golf club. You don't. Really, I can't remember the last time I, that my shot was obscured in the golf club. Mm-hmm. You know there was something in the in the way of my shot. Uh, on this, that happens an awful lot. That happens an it, awful it lot. But it works on again. But it just depends. It depends on the on the course. That's all. Yeah. No. No. I totally agree. But with this, it, it seems to happen all the time. You know, there's trees where you know where you're taking your shot, or there's you know, so like I say, some weird rock or something stupid in the middle of the fairway. Um, and the are physics, the, just the controls, are the controls good? They're all right. I mean, it's it's a classic three-click shot-taking mechanic. Yeah. Uh, but there's different variations on that. So there's one which is your standard one, you know, where you've got to hit the white bit in the middle to get a perfect shot. Uh, and obviously, depending on the difficulty of the shot, it's bigger or smaller. Um, but the one I use is like one that's like an arrow pointer. So that swings side to side to do your final click. And you have to get the arrow pointing in the middle. Uh, and then the other one is there's like one that's like a, an echo, if you will, you know, like that moving in and out. Yeah. So there's three variations, but it's only on the final click. 
where that's where that's sort of different. The the meat is always the same, you know. Like By the way, meter. Tuscan said that you can throw the grass to test the wind. Yeah, you can do. You can do that as well. Uh, there's, I think it's either, I think it's either left or right on the D. Is this taking the place of the Hot Shots franchise that you? This is Hot Shots. Oh, it is. Oh. Yeah, this is Hot Shots, but in in the UK it's called Everybody's Golf. Oh, I got you. Okay. And I think in America it's called Hot Shots Golf, so it's it's the same. Hot Shots on the PS2, I guess. Yeah, that was good. So it's good. I think it's pretty good. It's a pretty good game, but it's it's like I say, it's not. It's not as good as the golf club, that, that by no by no means. Uh, and then the only other thing I played, uh, I picked up in one of the sales, I picked up the PSP version of Pac-Man Championship Edition for, I think it was only about 59p or 69p or something. It was very cheap. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of a lot of fun. You know, I've forgotten how fun this game is. You know, it's got a bit of a techno soundtrack going on in the background and everything flashes yeah Yeah, it's like that everything flashes and it's got uh and you don't get all the all the you know where obviously we work hard so we play hard dad why'd you bring me to a gay steel mill you have to uh eat all the pills and stuff in this these sort of when you eat one lot another lot appear on the grid so it's sort of constantly moving and you're given a time limit so you have to score as many points as you can in a time limit so it's pretty good it's pretty good, so yeah, that's worth going. And that's kind of about it for me. That's kind of everything. Do you, so, yeah, do you I recommend uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition? I kind of like it. I mean, there's not a lot on it. I mean, there's I think there's about about five or six different game modes, and they're all similar. It's only yeah. how the stuff's placed on the screen that differs. Some people rave about that game, you know. Some people go on. It's about good. It, so it's no, it is good. I mean. You know, it's taken Pac-Man to a new level. And what's kind of cool is, and you can say, you know, like the multipliers for the ghosts, every time you eat a pill, they're, they're worth the same amount of points. So you don't you don't start a game from scratch. Uh-huh. So you get all the, you know, you get tons of points by eating the pills in the right order and, you know, keep eating all the ghosts. Yes. That's how you how you make the most points. And obviously eating all the fruits and stuff, you know, gives you tons of points. Uh, but it's good. You know, it's, it's the best way they could have made Pac-Man modern. You know, how they've modernized Pac-Man. And it is purely a score attack game. You know, they've turned it into a really cool score attack game. That's what Pac-Man's always been. Yeah, and the ghosts aren't quite as mean as they are in the real Pac-Man. Yeah. You know, they don't always home in on you. You know, obviously in the original Pac-Man, you, you spent a lot of time and they would, they would you know, pin you down and, and sort of close in on you and it was very difficult. generating? Because it looks like there's no new levels. when you. No, it's all on one level. Ah, uh, I don't like that. You see, so what happens is every time you clear one side's pills, more pills appear. So it just never stops. See, I like the yeah, it's nonsense. The reason I liked it's... Pac-Man back in the day, or Ms. Pac-Man was the better game, is because you clear a level and you get to take a little break. No, this is purely a score attack game. <laughs> it's how much, how many points can you score in the time limit? I mean, and there's one, there's one level in particular, and it only has like a very small play area. Yes. Uh, so obviously that's even more difficult because obviously the ghosts. Are never that far away from you. Yes. So it's pretty good. I mean, for for whatever it was, a pound or so, you know, it's very cheap. It's well worth it, you know, for that. You know, for a little sort of time, you know, you want to waste about, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's good for that. So there you go. And that's kind of is it for me. So over to you, Chinny. He thinks you're gay. He thinks I'm gay? Hello.
you trying to tell me something? <laughs> uh, yeah, is that is that Chini's new intro? Oh, yeah. Sexy and I know it. <laughs> I watched that very uh, episode today. Dude. Awesome. Awesome. In Japan, uh, they call him yes, uh, uh, annual gift man, and he lives on the moon. Uh, yeah, that's the robot Santa, isn't it? Right, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I've been playing uh, Ori on the Blind Forest. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. am seven hours in this beast. beast. Wow, that's, that is a long way in. Damn. Mm. And? Uh, this game is hard. This game is tough. Is it hard as nails? Damn, it's hard. Hard as nails. Uh, very early on, there's a, there's a section called Something Tree. Uh, and it, it's one of these things where you're in a tree and like it's sort of exploding. You have to go up to the top and there's no... If you fail, you have to start from the start. So it does do those... Every now and again, it doesn't do it all the time, but every now and again, it puts you in these positions where you have to run and you have to learn by trial and error. Um, and it's really difficult to get around. However, I was listening to uh, Fraser Moore, friend of the show, friend of the show, and he was talking about it. And he said, if you're struggling with it, he didn't say it to me, but he was talking about it on the show. If you're struggling with it, grind through it, get some, you know, like you can get agility points and stuff, right? Yep. Um, yep. Get, get some other agility points, get the perk where you can triple jump. And I also got another perk where you can see all the agility points on the map so I can easily find them. And I've been, so I, I spent like an hour just, just getting upgrades and upgrades and now... My little dude, he's just ace. You know, he can breathe underwater. He's he's wicked now. The game has become a lot easier, but uh, until you get like the sort of shoot up perk, there's like a perk where you can just shoot upwards. The game's very tough, and it took it, t- it takes about five hours to get that perk. Um, it's tough. It's challenging, and it, it's definitely it's weird because there's a balance because it looks like a sort of very tame, relaxing game. Um, but it's it is very hard, and it can be quite frustrating. I think Duke, I took your advice a, a couple of times with this game, where you achieve something big played it in the naked. game. Say it again. You played it naked. Yes, played <laughs> oh, naked. Different advice. And Sorry, that wasn't this different <laughs> advice. <laughs> that was uh, no, well, I, I took your I took I take that advice on all my games, but um, <laughs> no, I. You know, you're playing Super Meat Boy, and you, you achieve something really good, yeah. and then you quit, rather than quitting while you're frustrated. Yep. And I, I do that now with Or in the Blind Forest, and I, I think it's not a game that I just can, I can binge yeah. on it, you know what I mean? It's not something I can just go, I'm going to play this for four hours. And what made it worse yesterday, you know, I was sneezing a lot, I had a headache, and I was trying to play it during that, mm. and I was getting nowhere, because I would have to put the put the game down, I would have to pause to wipe my nose and sneeze and all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's really good. I do like it. Um, but if it's not going to be for everybody. And there's a section where you can't see the map. There's a section where it's called like the Misty Forest or something like that. And you can't see the map. It's really difficult to get your bearings because you go back on yourself and they change it purposely. Um, and for someone that, like me who... You know, I'm quite good at navigation. I'm quite good at sort of knowing my way around things and, and reading maps and stuff. That really drives me crazy, you know, if they change the layout or something um, because I have no sort of reference to where I am. Uh, but no, I, I think it's really good, uh, really polished. I, I don't think, yeah, you know, like the, 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 this, ever, you've heard people talk about this, and, oh, it makes you cry in the first 10 minutes and all this sort of stuff. And it, it is sort of very emotional at the start. 
but I don't think it uh, does a great job of keeping that up. You know, there are some nice moments in it, and there's there's a story there, but I don't really care too much for it. Um, I'm not really invested because I don't know. You just said you spend so much time seeing your little character die and resetting, and the game becomes more than just what's happening to the character. The game becomes, can I beat the game? You know, rather than, you know, with Limbo and even Braid, you, you're very interested in sort of what the character's doing and, and what sort of they're trying to uncover. With Ori, it is just like, let me, I want to beat the game, you know. Um, yeah, because, it, I mean, and that comes back down to the difficulty of it, doesn't it? Because things like yeah. a brother of ta- Brothers A Tale of Two Sons isn't that difficult a game to play, or Valiant Hearts, for instance. You know, they're, they're sort of you know, stories that have some emotion and, you know, and all that sort of stuff in them, but they're not that difficult to play. So you can concentrate more on the story and less about, you know, getting through the game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's a gorgeous know, game. Yeah. It is a gorgeous game. And uh, what's sort of striking for me is, you know, enemies spawn back very quickly. And um, at first that was very sort of daunting for me. I, I'm not used to that anymore. Uh, but there's a reason for it because... You you can you get a perk where you can bounce off enemies and enemy projectiles and stuff. So you need them to spawn back, and you can also kill them for for points and to get agilities and upgrade your skills. So you know there's there's no point unless you want to just clear the area for a bit of peace of mind. There's no point in killing everything. You know what I mean? You just run past it. Um, but it, you it's see, what's, what's interesting for me? What's interesting for me when this was announced at E3 last year. I I remember you not being that bothered about it. And when we were at, you know, uh, EGX last year, yeah. and obviously this was playable there, and you were like, oh, I'm playing that. I don't care about that. No, I thought it was um, going to be like a, a wishy-washy, like, artsy game, you know? Um, yeah. I thought it was going to be, you know, a bit of a soft game, really. Uh, but then I found out that it was a Metroidvania game, and that sort of got my attention. I, I love Metroidvania games. Um and then I found out that it was really hard, uh, and that appeals to me. I don't know why, I, but, but I, I sort of like the challenge, and I like, I like. Everybody was saying how fluent the movement is, and I love a two D platforming game or a two D Metroidvania game where the the movement is solid. You know what I mean? Where the movement is just great. Like Mario nails it. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 the masters of it. Um, but even games like Limbo, where the jump feels like a jump. I mean, I did like Little Big Planet, even though I don't think they do a great job of the platforming in that. Um, but I do enjoy like a good 2D challenge, if you will. Uh, it is amazing that I've never played Super Meat Boy yet, apart from yeah, the demo. That is astonishing that I haven't done it. I know for a fact, though, I'll love it. And I know that it's just a case of like, I've just got to get into it. Like, I love my M+. Remember M+, Stu? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a classic. Love M plus, and they're coming with the M plus plus soon. Um, I, l- I love oh, those games. So I just run that. Probably, yeah. Um, it might just about run it. Might just about run it. So I love, I love like a good two D challenge. Uh, I have to be in the mood for it, but I do, I do enjoy it. Um, but I was, I was getting frustrated because I kept on wiping them on now. So what I, what I was playing at the same time when I was ill, uh, I was also playing another game at the same time. You see just to give myself a break. Uh, and that game is Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one that's uh, the uh, mobile game announced at E3 and available the same day. 
Boom. Yeah, I'm sure this will um, be a huge time sink. It is a huge time sink. It is massive. Uh, people just, well, everybody at work is playing it. Everybody, we're just addicted to it. And um, it takes a little while to get used to, but essentially for people that don't know, it's a little um, Fallout game for the for the iPad. And I think it's coming to the Android. It's not out yet. Um, and you have to make and manage uh, a little Fallout shelter. And it all looks like a, like the ant farm sort of look, you know, 2D XCOM, very very inspired by XCOM and FTL, um, and uh, uh, it's fantastic. So you know you get you get little 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 dwellers, vault dwellers, um, come to the door and you you assign them rather than some like the special perks in in the Fallout games. Some are good at strength and stuff, so that's very good for the power uh, generation generator room. Some are good at perception, which is the water room. Some are good at agility, which is the food room, the canteen. Uh, there is one person in my Fallout shelter that is basically uh, uh, the the um, the the sperm donation. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's the pimp of the shelter, so, I, so he, he's I virile. Him. Is he? Is that his? Oh, yeah. All the kids are starting to look like him. Uh, I, I, I keep him in the living quarters, and he he shags all the women in the in the vault. You know, they all love him. He's got high charisma, so that's good. And um, yeah, and then later on, you unlock more rooms and stuff, and you can build on their charisma. Uh, the only problem is, like, you, like it, it is a struggle to to sort of get uh, the, the vault going. And I, I was doing a really good job, and I was building people and getting people in your vault. Like, it's more, it's all about manpower. It's getting more people in. Yeah. So I built a little radio room, and you can build a little radio, and they broadcast the signal out to attract more dwellers. But it doesn't always work. Oh. Um, and yeah, yeah I mean things like. To, yeah, you have Raiders show up, and they're they're a pain in the arse. I mean, you do you do have a little vault entrance room, and you you can put two people on guard in there. Yeah. Uh, but finding guns and finding ammo, and well, you don't have to find ammo, but finding guns and finding armor uh, is tough. So you have to send one of your yeah. you have to send people out. You can send people out. So I sent somebody out. So is it is it a bit a... like the the Assassin's Creed thing where you send people off on missions and then they come back after a certain amount of time with stuff for yeah, you? There's a li- there's even a little log. So you can read what they're doing, you know. So they can go, oh look, there's a rad roach here, or there's a, you know, a little spider thing here, and 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 you can see what they're doing, um, and you can revive them if they die, but you can give them stem packs as well, and, and rad away and all this stuff. Um, so I sent one guy away, and he came back with 500 caps, which is pretty good, and uh, he came back with um, like loads of weapons, like about like four weapons, which is a lot. And uh, like one was a was a flamethrower, so I I get one guy to guard the the front door with the flamethrower. Um, so let me ask you this: one, Have you have you well, been have you been tempted to buy any lunch boxes? I have, I have, and I'll tell you why. Oh, why. here we go, here we go. Sell out, loser. The game is completely free. The game is yeah. completely free. Yeah. Right. And I've easily spent ten, fifteen hours on it already. Right. So Jesus Christ! That's, that's that's I've already got. I'm already up on the deal. You know what I mean? I'm already winning. Okay. Um, so you're 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 buying a lot uh, of boxes only as a way to say thank you to the makers of the game. Well, I haven't bought any yet, but you haven't. This is what happened. You, no, no, no he's I tempted, haven't bought any. Yet. Oh, I thought you said you did. So what you can do with each room, you can rush the room. So uh, you know you don't have to pay to 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 rush or anything like that, but. You put people in the room, then it, it, the higher, say if they've all got really good strength, it, it doesn't take as long for the for the power 
to come. You know what I mean? You tap it and then you get power to the vault. That's how it works. But you have to wait. And I'm 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 waiting and waiting. And I, I, I really struggled. I was struggling for power and stuff. And my vault had 30 people in it. That's a lot of people. Really building up well now. And I just needed power. I was desperate for power. So I, uh, I rushed the room. And these rad roaches, like it failed. And these rad roaches came out. And almost killed everybody in my vault. It left about five people. Sorry. Right. That's, just, and I was, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because... I don't know why. I mean, I've had plenty of Radroaches and Raiders before, and they sometimes they kill the odd one or two, but like I get rid of them. But I don't know why. I think maybe because Strength I haven't in really numbers, been... Strength numbers, man. I, I, I haven't really been um, sort of like um, keeping up with people's health, and so a lot of people are on low health. These Radroaches absolutely destroyed my vault. Just a little... I mean, Raiders destroy your vault as well. They're a pain in the eye, Raiders are. But... I can fend them off pretty quick, but these Rad Rages completely caught me off guard, you know what I mean? Because my, my, my two guys with the biggest guns were in, were in the front entrance, and it took them ages to come down. Everybody's trying to fight them. They couldn't chase them. And you have to send them to the, to the room where they're, where, they're, you know, where they're invading. And, yeah, it was just, it was just a pain. So I you know, tried to chase them, tried to chase them, and they, they lasted. I think there's about six people left out of 30, right? So my vault now is struggling, really badly struggling to keep up. And I'm just about keeping my head above water, just about. You know, I'm, I'm saving it, but I'm, I'm on the edge. I'm really on the, on the edge. If, if a, a bad uh, ra, um, raid, uh, raid roach evasion came or a fire came or um, raiders came at the right moment, it could completely take out my vault, to be honest. Um, so do you do you feel like when you get to a certain point because obviously you spent 15 hours playing this now and i'm assuming that your your vault is pretty big is that fair to say it's you know quite what? a big you know what no place? it's not even that big it's not even that big i haven't even got started like i started to get because you can get classrooms to up people's intelligence and that upgrades the um they they get better at science so they can make stem packs and stuff and uh, right, okay. I, I started to get one of them rooms, and I started to get a, a weight room so people could up their strength because I wanted a few guys that were stronger so they could, you know, fight off the raiders and stuff. And I started to get that going, and that's when it all failed. And now I've had to sell a load of the rooms just to get money back. Um, but do you not? Do you not feel like I always feel like with these types of games, when you get to a certain point, it it just starts to become overwhelming trying to keep tabs no, on I everything. You know what? I haven't on. even got. I haven't even got to a point where. I I I haven't got to a point where I've I've even had it big enough because by by the time my vault was big enough, it like it just went all completely to kaput. I thought my vault was pretty safe, and I thought I was getting the hang of it. And then one little thing just, you know, it's like it was like a house of cards. You know, it, it just it just completely well, fell Kevin apart. Kevin Spacey was in it. Kevin Spacey uh, showed up. It's just, it's this college. Uh, it was it all it, it literally you know it, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. It was it, just one little thing and everything crumbled. Yeah. Um, which was really I thought was really interesting. You know I was thought I was really safe. I thought I was fine. It's interesting because they got to make it so that it, it doesn't become boring, right? I mean nothing will kill this game like having it be the same thing every time you log in. Because the thing I, I think that I was worried about. Sorry, I, I you know I haven't played it except a little bit when it first came out. Just, and and I, I will go back to it, I'm sure. But you know, I, we talked about this a little bit last time. I was worried that 
it because it I got a push notification that said, "Oh, your vault's ready to do something, this, that, and the other." And I was like, "No, I'm not going to come rushing every time you send me a message." So I'm worried that it's going to be you know destroyed when I go back. But I know. No, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. It's fine. You see, I mean, that's how I feel about it as well. Well, that's it's the sort of game where you, you you pick it up and you play it for a couple of minutes and then you put it back down. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, it doesn't rule my life, you know. But sometimes what happens is I put it on and I leave it on because I'm waiting for the next time for it to. I don't want to switch the game off because I want it to. I want to get you know. I can spend an hour on it just sure. just trying to get it right, or I could spend two minutes on it. Yeah. And it, I've I've got it on the iPad, so my screen's a lot bigger. But a lot of my mates have got it on their phone. Um, I don't think I, I, and a lot of them say like the the phone is too small, you know, yeah, too I small think the of a screen. Too small. I mean, you can zoom in and zoom out, but it feels like a game that's really designed for a pad. Yeah, I, I play on the iPad, and I really like it on the iPad. Yep. Um, and plus, I think it would drain the battery, and um, I don't have a lot of storage space on my phone. It's only, I can't, it's not, it's not a massive, like not not a massive like um, gig on my phone. I think it's like sixteen gig, so it's not huge. Um, but on my iPad, it's like 64, so I can put it on there, no problem. That's cool. Wow, 64, get you with a big fat hard drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's how I roll. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that show, it, it is good. I, I really like it, but I sort of hate it at the same time, you know. It's one of those. Um, it's it's just, a, it's just a pain in the ass because I felt like I was getting there. Uh, and I'll, tell, I'll update you with my my uh, vault now because I've just opened up the game uh, my happiness is at 13% it was at 5% at its worst oh yeah um, I yeah there's there's about let me count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 6, 7, 8 uh, 9 dead bodies oh uh, god just like that are they just kind of uh, decomposing there then they, they they stay there until you can either re- you can remove them because the your residents if there's a dead body in the room they they they're not happy, obviously. I bet they're um, not. I wouldn't be happy if there's a dead body in the room. <laughs> Jesus. Oh look no. at Stu. So you, oh I don't want a dead. Oh look at that. So the happiness <laughs> of your vault won't go up. So and you won't get the best out of your. Uh, really. Your so what you're room. saying is if you have a decomposing dead body in the corner of a room, people are unhappy generally. Wow. Yeah, they're selfless. Who'd have known? You can't can revive them. So I've now got 500 caps. Uh, so I'm looking for like somebody who's got like a, a decent sort of level that I can revive. Well, that's worth bringing back from the dead. That's worth bringing back. And usually the more expensive they are... Um, the better they are. The better they are. Uh, so, you know, he's like 500. He's like 540 because his strength's really high. Um, but I'm looking for somebody who's got good agility because my food's not very good. Um, so you know, it 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 does it does really sort of get the best day. It, it, you know, it, it it's one of the best uh, tappy sort of simulating making things run games I've ever played. Is it better than Tapped um, Out in your opinion, the Simpsons game? Yeah, it is oh, because it's, it's it is because, uh, because I feel like. It, because of the ethics of it, you know what I mean. It, it's not trying to get money out of you, yeah. and I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, however, tapped out is really good in ter- in terms of like just building building a town that you love. You know, like, like everybody loves yeah uh, the Simpsons. So it's just it's really cool just to build that town and make it your own. Um, but I think they sort of exploit in that a little bit. You know, they exploit in the fact that we love the Simpsons, right? Uh, to try and get money out of it. But you know, it's it, I have, I did play uh, The Simpsons tapped out for a year, mm. um, 
uh, without without giving them any money. You know what I mean? So it is possible. Yeah. Um, but I, I, if I'm honest with myself, I was tempted to get some. But like I say, I was tempted to get lunch boxes for Fallout Shelter because my my Fallout Shelter was so bad that now, I just thought I just, just need to put this into just, need that just boost. Oh yeah. Just to put this into perspective, Ginny, you weren't the only person tempted to get lunchboxes because this has now overtaken uh, Candy Crush as a higher-grossing game. Damn! Mm. This is this is I think it's either number one or number two in the i you know in the iTunes uh, app store now for games. It's for the highest but you grossest know what? I, game. Something to be said about game. yeah, obviously. It's it's on the IP and, and and the quality of the game and stuff, but I think there's something to be said about it, the way they announced it, the way they said, look, we're not going to make you wait and pay. Yeah. The only thing we charge you for is some extra lunchboxes. You don't have to do it, you know. And and you really and you've don't. no like, idea I've what got... you're getting either, are you? You just it's completely random. No, what you're they guarantee like one rare item and stuff, but like I've got this vault back, sort of on track, and it was on death's door. This vault. This is my original vault, by the way. I haven't started a new one. I'm I'm determined to keep the same vault. Yeah. You know, I'm right. determined to do it on the first vault. Even if there's only um, one room left and one survivor, that's it. Even if there's one room and one person left, I'm going to get it back. Um, but, you know, I've got I've got 22 people. Uh, not all of them are alive, but I'm getting there. Um, no, they're just yeah, dead bodies good. that people are unhappy about. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, see. good. I mean, I've, I've got this. I just haven't played it yet. I did, like, download it as soon as it was announced. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give this a go, but I've just never got around. I just find these games... After a while, I have played these types of games before, but after a while, I just find them a bit, not irritating, but a bit overwhelming. They get to a point where it's like, oh, I can't be arsed keeping track of all this I don't, stuff You anymore. know what? If that's your fear with this game, I don't think I don't, I don't think that's a valid enough reason not to play this, because it's not that overwhelming. Okay. It's a bit, it, it, what, what really makes it useful is you can you just drag the person over the room that, you, that you're going to put, put them in, and it tells you if, if, it goes, if it gives you a plus, right, that means... It's going to kick somebody out. That so you say you drag somebody over a room and it gives you it says plus four. That means it's going to add four points to that room and kick somebody out with the weak. And it always kicks the weakest person out. Yeah. Right. So you know right. that you're getting okay. maximum. If it if it doesn't have a plus on it, that means you've got extra room for another person in there. Um, right. So you just drag. So it just says one. So you just test it out. You go, you drag one person, it just says one for the diner, and you go, oh, no, that's no good. Put another one, three. And you know that person's going to be better than that other one. So you do sort of to click with it after a while. It's good. Okay. I'll, I may give it a whirl then. I may give it a whirl. I think you should. Okay. Couple is that, is that kind of, couple of minutes every day. Is that, is that it? Or is there's one other big thing I've seen on your, your list of what you've played that yeah. we need to hear about? Absolutely. Um, I've been playing uh, Gears of War uh, Ultimate Edition Beta. Oh, uh, Ultimate Edition. And you know when 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 the beta was announced, I fangirled so hard because oh, I'm a huge I... Gears of War. Oh my god, I literally died. Hashtag dying. Yeah, this um, Tears of War. Tears of War. Uh, no, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been playing Gears of War uh, Beta. I haven't played tons of it, but I played quite a lot of it today with my. Um, my nephew Jimmy, who is a big Gears of War fan. Wow, watching—I uh, mean, watching this video now just brings back so many memories. So, for people that don't know, I got ten thousand kills in Gears of War, uh, so I'm a very—I'm a, I'm a veteran when it comes to, to Gears of War. Competent, and to be honest, competent. 
To be honest, it it all came flooding back. I really did. did it. Are you, were you bam, are you still back. as good as you were back then, though? Are you still that good? I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot, yeah, looked like yeah, the first match. Yeah. Toot toot. Uh, the first match I got, I got like seven kills straight away. Nice. Um, That's good. Uh, I haven't lost. I haven't lost many. Uh, yeah. So it it did come flooding back. The whole thing came flooding back. And and Jimmy's not bad either because he played Gears of War three a lot. Jimmy did. And and he was like, oh, you can't move when you're down. This is so weird. And I was like, well, this is what Gears of War 1 was like. And he's like, all oh, right, okay. Um, so we've been playing like a death each. You know, like when he dies, we swap and all that sort of stuff. Um, so he's barely really got good. to play then, has he not? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, mean, I still die. I still die. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, and we've been swapping. And, and, and Jimmy, I've been learning some stuff from Jimmy. And he's been learning from me because like... Uh, he's he's. Well, I'm a bit more tactical, you know what I mean. Or, or I'll distract people and stuff, and I'll I'll look for ways to try and sandwich people in. That's what I do, you know. Uh, I'll use the sort of air, the, the space around me as well, as best as possible. Whereas Jimmy doesn't really do that, and I told him I told him how to do that, and he was like, oh yeah, okay. So he's he's doing a bit more of that. Uh, but what I learned from Jimmy is he's really good. Jimmy's really good with the Lancer, you know, the the straight machine gun. Yeah, um, yep. and he he will get kills out of nowhere, just lancering people, just committing. You know what I mean? You know when you're in like a war to war fight, yeah, yeah, and he just commits. You know what I mean? He just commits I, to that lancer. That's when I play gears, I... and he doesn't back down. And people, you know, people go down because he's he's just staying up. He's not chickening out and he's not going back in cover. He's just staying there. And it, maybe it's because he's young and he's you know he's just he's got no fear. But it does work. You know what I mean? It works for him. And he says, oh yeah, this is what I used to do in in Gears of War all the time. So, so yeah, let me I ask think, you this. Uh, I mean, let's, let me ask you this. What what has changed then? So what are the differences? What, yeah, where no, are you going? There are some changes. Oh, yeah, this looks, this looks major different. Yeah, go on. Uh, I, I don't think it looks completely different. There, there, there is a graphical upgrade, so everything's better lit. Um, you know, it's it, it, they've, they've changed the lighting, they've changed some of the aesthetics, not massively, um, but, but the, the general geometry of the maps are pretty much exactly the same. Uh They've changed. Sorry, they've they've kept all the weapons the same. All the weapon drops were the same. Um, but things that are changed. It's 60 frames per second now. Uh, I'm not a massive like frame buff. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not someone who goes, "Oh my god, they dropped it." Um, however, when you do first go into the game, you notice it. It is smooth as butter. You know what I mean? It is absolutely slick, uh, and and it feels great. Um, the the other things they've changed, which is a big sort of change for Gears One. They've added an XP system, Shoe. Right, okay, because they didn't have that, did they? I don't ever remember. Not that, in the original, no. no. So there is an XP no. system, so you can level up. Uh, but do you know what? Uh, Some, I kind of like that to an extent, though, because it was kind of always a level playing field. Yeah, well, do you know what I mean? There's, Everyone there's, there's was no, the same. Yeah, there's, there's no upgrade. You know, there's no. You don't unlock anything to make your person better. All you, all you unlock is skins. You know, like just right. Okay, so it's it's purely just aesthetic stuff. Yeah, it's purely just a technical stuff. So you are still on a level playing field, but maybe I think maybe the game has, you know, the matchmaking has a better job of sort of putting you with somebody that might not be as experienced. Um, there's match- matchmaking it now, but what isn't in the beta, which is very disappointing, but obviously will be in the main game, is the party system. So I can't team up right. with friends. So I, you can only play on your own, really, unless you go on the Japanese server and press start game the same time as your friend. You know what I mean? That's the only way you can do it. Um, right. So it's a bit of a, that's a that's a pain, but that's only for the beta. I, I get that. I wish they would introduce the party system. I wish that I want it to be open for another week. I, I'm going to miss it when it goes. 
because um, you know I fangled so hard. Uh, yeah, I, I want another week of just um, party. So let me just let one. me just check on this. Let me just check because obviously one of Duke's big gripes recently, you know, and a lot of people's gripes are these, you know, master versions or ultimate versions or whatever for the, for the money sort grabs. of current generation yeah. of consoles. Yeah, the money grabs. Uh, are you going to be one of the person giving money to the money grab? I am the problem. You are the, you're you're definitely going to do this, aren't you? Yeah, no, I do love the game. I, I adore it. Uh, I know. I, I completely. If anybody says, "Oh, you know, why are you buying the same?" Yep, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, as long as you acknowledge it, that's all I'm asking. Well, it's 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 my money. I can do what the fuck I want. Look, look uh, here's a justification for you, Jenny. Here it is, mate. Here's a justification. Uh, you get the additional content that was on the PC version, but not on the original 360 version. Yeah, there, the, there are some maps on this. No, and there was a, more story content as well. There was extra story stuff. Oh, is that? There's a there's a yeah. um, there's a thing called uh, there's a map called the Courtyard uh, that I don't recognise at all. So I've got a feeling that it's a PC version. Um, not all the maps are in the beta. There's uh, one of my favourite matches in the beta though, which is War Machine. I adore. War Machine is one of my favourite maps. That's the one with the turret in the middle, Stu. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, yeah, I do uh, remember that. I remember all the maps. I mean, funnily, you know, I, you know, as you know, I hardly ever play multiplayer games now, but back in the day, I now. played a shit ton of this game. Loads of it. I mean, well, every night I played well, this game solidly for about a month. And it's um, one, and it's Canal. also one of the few games I've played the campaign at least three or four times. Oh, yeah. And me as well. Uh, Canals is yep. in the uh, beta uh, courtyard and uh, gridlock as well. Um, yeah, uh, and the talk bow is still one of my favourite weapons. I've, this is this is Eric came back to me. Steve, you want to hear this story, right? I, I, I go picked on, up go. the talk bow. Yep. I picked up. It's not a great story. It's only got two seconds long. I picked up the talk bow and instantly got four kills with it, pretty much straight away. And one of them was through the smoke grenade. Like, and, and, all, like, and all the other players going, Xbox. who is this guy? What is he doing? He's a level one. Xbox recorded that shit straight away. I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I just adore it. And, and I know it, it's... I, I, I did like Gears of War 3 and I did like the Horde Martin 2 and, and stuff, but there's there's something about this game that just sort of really there is. resonated with me. And, and I, I think it, it is pure nostalgia. It is... Uh, you know, just yeah, but I, th- I, I definitely think some of it, though, is coming back to the case of that this was the first game that came out on the 360 where you just went, wow, that looks incredible. And, every, and, and everybody mean? was playing it, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. was, a, it yeah. was a different pace of multiplayer. Um, Call of Duty, as good as it was, you know, it, it's a completely different type of multiplayer. In, in a way, I mean, I wouldn't say realistic, but it's, it's just, it's, it's a slower game. Uh, the other thing that they changed as well is they added like the team deathmatch mode, where you have tickets instead of just rounds, you know, like Warzone. Um, right. But the Warzone isn't in the beta, I don't think. I haven't played it, so I don't know. But I, I do prefer I mean, Warzone. I mean, the cool, it was, it was more the, tense, the cool wasn't thing it? For me, yeah. I was going to say the cool thing for me with this game when this when this was in its like prime and it, everyone was playing it, I I just said this was possibly more popular than Call of Duty as a multiplayer. I, don't I remember know. just Call everybody Duty, playing. Not, yeah, but everybody yeah, played Call, this, didn't they? Yeah, Call of, when Call of Duty came out, everybody was ready for a new 
uh, multiplayer game, wasn't they? You know, Call of Duty came out like a year after this. So I think Call of Duty 4, like many games, killed this multiplayer. Um, and then the next year, 2 came out, and then it all sort of died off anyway. But 2006 and like, uh, the early parts of 2007, this this was it. You know what I mean? Gears of War 1 was pretty much Do all you know, I was doing. You think, like, it's nearly 10 years old. Almost 10 years. Yeah, I thought about that the other day. It's like almost 10 years. You know, Jimmy was born in 2004. Um, and, you know, now he's, he's, he's seen this Gears of War for the first time. And he's just, yeah, it's, it's weird. But, you know, you like what you like, don't you? You, know, you, you, know, you can't, we all take the Mikael Duke for playing Skyrim, but that's what he likes. So it's, one of those, it's hard for me. I'm a different gamer to what I was back in 2006 and 7 now, Stu. We talked about this yeah. before. I'm a different sort of. I, I, I play differently now. I, I don't have much time, you know. I've, I've got like a, a a proper job, you know. You're not driving a van around anymore. Yeah, and Tara used to live live, you know. She at uni and she used to live away, um, but now, you know, it's different, you know. And and it's it's just I have a different life now, so I don't know if I'm going to invest as much time into any multiplayer game ever again. Uh, maybe you know I don't know where I'll be in another five ten years. You know I might be might be able to, but it's just I don't think I'll be playing as many hours as I did the first one. I don't think anybody will, but it's nice that it's back and I, I did like it. So anyway, I've talked enough about Gears of War. Uh, I'm sure people oh, who hate going. Gears of War. Oh, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I know it is cool. Uh, and I like say. I'm I'm sad I won't be get you know get, won't get the chance to play this you know but apparently Ooh, according to one, Antonio, more, one more thing one more thing that they've changed which is pretty cool okay they changed sound of the hammer of dawn <gasps> and the, the, so the, and the grenade sound different as well but the sound of the hammer of dawn sounds like the bomb from Inception nice. Uh. Um, but really yeah, good. what I, what I was gonna say was um, apparently it's coming to PC as well. Yeah, that's right. It is coming to PC as well. So you never know. Sound like that. Might get a chance to play it after all. Honestly, that's that's pretty much what it sounds like. It's amazing. Nice. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, we need to move on to Duke and get his games out of the way. So Duke, what? Have- Yes, quickly. Uh, I, it's funny you mentioned Call of Duty because last week on the show, uh, Modern Warfare uh, Call of Duty games were on the Steam sale. They they only went to 50% off for some of them, and others were only 33% off. So I kind of wanted to get Advanced Warfare, but it was very expensive. And not very expensive, but you know more expensive. And I didn't want to deal with the jetpacks. So I ended up getting Modern Warfare 3. And you know what? I've been playing it, and I don't care what people say. I love Call of Duty. Because Modern Warfare 3 is a great game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And if people don't like it, fine. You don't have to play it. But I love this game. Because I've been... Went right Another game that I would fangirl on very hard is if they re-released Call of Duty 4. I just want to see where I was nine years ago. If you were to get a decent gaming PC, you wouldn't need them to re-release nothing. You could just play it forever. There you go. Play it forever, Chinny. <laughs> 
Um, that's told you. It's funny because I don't remember playing Modern Warfare 3 very much. I remember playing Modern Warfare 2 a lot, Black Ops, Black Ops 2, and I felt like Modern Warfare 3 came and went for me. But apparently it didn't because every map that comes up, I'm like, oh my god, I played the hell out of this map. I didn't realize this was Modern Warfare 3. So, yeah, I, I fell right back into it. And it they all did start to, 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 they all started to blend into one, though, didn't they? All the oh, games. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, it's a little weird playing on the PC for the first time because I've only ever played Call of Duty on the consoles. And so, for instance, when you have... Um, when you have a kill streak come up and you have a UAV coming in or whatever, you have to hit one of the number buttons rather than, you know, it's a little different. I'm getting used to the keys. That's all. It's Call of Duty. There's nothing new to say about it. Moving on. Um, I Speaking of games from back in the day, I've actually been playing a lot of Rust over the last few days. Now, is this old Rust or uh, new no, Rust? No, this is new Rust because here's the thing. Uh, okay. Two things have happened. One, they've gotten it to a state where it's it's pretty much got everything it had back in the day. Like, you know, they, cause for those who don't know, they developed regular rust and then they restarted everything in this new engine and new method of doing things. And it took them a long time to get all the stuff back into the game. But now they've pretty much got it all back into the game. And, it's a lot more complex so whereas before you just put down your foundation put up your pillars and put up your walls and that was it now you have to um make sure that you have it durable and you can build stuff out of you start by building things out of wood and then you change it to building them out of stone and you can upgrade to to armored metal and all this stuff and um they've got some guns in and and so here's the other part that made me want to play it again i found so the cmw crew is this really cool website of people who play battlefield 4 together and they started their own rust server and so one day i went to play battlefield 4 and the message of the day on the TeamSpeak server said hey join our rust thing and you should upvote it please so i was like ooh they have a rust server so i went in in and it's just the key to play, to enjoying rust is playing with the group of people you know it's so isolating to play it by yourself because you're going to go out there you're going to get a little house built you're going to go out for some more resources and then three people will jump out and murder you so it's frustrating to do that if but if you have a crew that you can roll with it's a much different game and it's much less frustrating so I've been playing with the CMW crew, and I just think they're awesome because they're very friendly and helpful if you're on their TeamSpeak server. <laughs> if you're not and you're just out wandering, they will murder you on site. Brilliant. So, that's that's just what you want to happen in Rust, isn't here's it? Here's the thing. I actually don't do that. I'm not going to kill people on site. I don't deal with any of that. I have a weapon, but it's only for self-defense and for dealing with animals um so but it's really cool to be playing with people who you know if i find something i don't need i can be like who needs the blueprint for large med kit or whatever and when they find stuff that they don't need they can be like you know hey do you need a bow and arrow or whatever um and you all remember how much fun we had on rust back in the day i really think if people oh, yeah. want to play some more rust oh yeah definitely now is the time Join up with us in the CMW crew and holler at me because we i've had some really fun times i've built this fortress, I call it the Bates Motel, because it kind of looks like a single-story motel. I basically designed this. Is that because you invite people in and then murder No, them? I don't, actually, but I could if I wanted to. Um, but here's the thing. I built a little, little two-by-two <laughs> home for myself, and then I surrounded it with uh, basically another ring of rooms, and they're all locked. So if you want to try to break into my home, you have to break into one of those outer rooms and hope that you picked the right one that will lead you to the inner ring, and it probably won't. 
So wow, so it's like a puzzle it's house. Kind of like a puzzle for anybody who's jerk enough to try to break in. And they've significantly up the requirements for C4. So it's much harder for people to go around busting into people's homes. I mean, I shouldn't say much harder. It still happens all the time. So, you know, if you build a basic wooden house, you're going to get your stuff stolen. No question. You go away for 24 hours, you come back, it'll all be gone. Because it's easy to break into a wooden house. But once you upgrade it to stone or to armored metal, you're pretty safe. So I've been on the server for like three days now, and I haven't had anything stolen. Nobody's broken in. I think somebody did break down one of my wooden doors before I could upgrade it, but there was nothing for them to steal. So they went in, and they were severely disappointed, or at least I hope this is what was going through their head. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, st- I'm, lo- I'm back to Rust, and I'm loving it. And big shout-out to the CMW crew. Uh, Dynamite is the guy who runs the server, and he's very friendly. And he has this attitude that— Dynamite. Dynamite! He actually has Jimmy Walker as his uh, icon on Steam. And he has the attitude of, you know, look, I'm going to give people who play on our server free code locks. Because that's the other thing. It used to be if you locked a door in Rust, you automatically came up with a key code and you could just punch in a key code. And you remember the, you know, VG Hub crew would all have the same numbers on our doors and we could all come and go and nobody else could get in, right? Yep. Well, now, yep. it, you, first of all, you, you don't start out knowing how to build much of anything in the game. If you want to build something other than your sort of standard, you know, wrapping burlap around your feet or whatever, uh, you have to break open these barrels that are everywhere in the game. And in the barrels might be some supplies or it might be a blueprint for making supplies. So basically, you have to, you know, the part of the fun of the game is you can get going and make yourself a decent little house on your own. But once you want to get better supplies or better weapons or better armor or whatever it is, you got to knock these barrels out, and you have to just grind them and keep hoping to find better stuff all the time. So I haven't found I've only I haven't found I still have not found a blueprint for a decent weapon yet. Like I've had people give me guns, so I have guns, but I don't have I don't have any way to make a gun yet. So it's it's the I like it because it's added more depth to the game. You know what I mean? It used to be back in the day in Rust, you you play for two days, you have access to everything there is in the game. But it's not like that anymore because it's a lot rarer to find blueprints for guns and stuff. So, like I said, I think they've made some really good changes, and I'm back to loving it. I actually don't go into the Rad Towns anymore because the other major change they've made is that radiation will kick your ass in this game now. So, it used to be you could run into a Rad Town, get a bunch of stuff, you know, empty out the Rad Town, and then run out, and you'd be fine. Take a couple Rad Pills, you're good. Now, if you go near a Rad Town, even if you don't go into the Rad Town you're probably going to lose half your health, even if you just go near it. So it's... it's yeah, on the video, on the video, he went to a rat town. He absolutely destroyed his health. He went to yeah. 39 health. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's it adds an interesting element because, again, it's not the type of thing where you can just go to a rat town, get all the best stuff, and then you're good to start murdering everybody. It requires more work and more... I don't know. I think it's, it's really balanced the game interestingly. And the other thing, but the last thing I'll say about Rust, is they have a thing now called the tool cupboard or the tool cabinet, something like that. It's this tall box that you place in your home, and basically it sets up this buffer around your house so that nobody else can build... New near your house because that was another thing that raiders did all the time in the old rust is you build a tower okay your first three floors are totally secure but they get up to the fifth floor and then they can just go down right well now they can't build a tower next to your tower so people it's a lot harder for people to break into your home i mean not well, why can't i build a tower next to a tower 
because they have this new thing called the tool cupboard, which creates this zone around the tool cupboard where only authorized people can build around. Ah, okay. That's cool. I think that's kind of cool, though, because at least they're trying to combat the stuff that happened in the original Rust. Right, exactly. And it's not... I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's still a murder simulator. Everybody still plays in a way that's like kill on sight. I don't, but a lot of people do. And who knows? Maybe if I get killed a few more times, because I have been killed on sight, but if it happens more times, maybe I'll be like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to start killing everybody. But so far... I'm having a good time just building my very safe little compound, and I don't know. I'm building a tower now near the airfield. And the other thing that's nice is – I know I said that was the last thing, but here's one more thing. Uh, the map is always procedurally generated. So the server that I'm on is going to be a different map from other servers that people play on elsewhere, which is interesting. Right, and okay. You don't know – it's hard to find people. But there is a cool website where they will create a map of whatever server you're on. So – I have a map. So once you find, okay, you know, there's this big spherical water tank or whatever that people built near. And I was like, okay, I'll start near there. And then I'll go down the road and build my own little home. And then you can find, okay, once you find that on the map, you can figure out where the airfield is to the west. And I, I wish the game would include a compass because you still have to use the sun to figure out which way you're going. But it's not that bad. It's, you know, there's roads and stuff. So I, like I said, you know, I'm right back to where I used to be with Rust and I'm loving it and having a good time with it. So if people have it, and I know a lot of people have it, come play with us, man. It's a lot of fun. There you go. Okay, uh, three more games I've been playing. Uh, one, I'll say real quick, you don't have to load the video, Chinny. Uh, Munin is uh, the next one. It's the really cool puzzle game with the rotating parts of the screen. Um, it's a beautiful game. I, I keep playing it. I played like one or two screens at a time, and then I stop. Like I said, it's a good way to keep yourself from being frustrated because uh, it is getting kind of frustrating. But the beautiful thing that it does is, you know, each whatever world that you go to in this game, there are maybe 10 puzzle screens per world. Okay. And so the first one is just, you rotate the parts of the screen. That's it. The second one is you rotate parts of the screen and there's like these, actually it was water. The second world was water and you had to get the water to flow to the area that would then allow you to swim up and grab the feather you need in that part of the screen or whatever it is. Right. The third world had, little these big boulders that would roll around the screen and you had to make sure you didn't get crushed by them but also you know you would use them to basically land on top of spikes and then you could jump onto the boulder and then cross the spikes and it was safe they avoided the mistake that a lot of game developers make of puzzle games of at, putting those two together so in other words when you deal with the water boards you're just dealing with water and when you deal with the boulder boards, you're just dealing with the boulders. So they didn't do the thing of making everything more and more complicated. Instead, they would give you 10 water boards, and that was it. And then when you're done being waterboarded, you would go on to the boulder boards. And it's just really nice to keep them separate because you, don't, you have something new to do, but you don't have something twice as confusing. And I think that's a really good technique that they did. That's cool, but it does sound like torture. Right. Ah, waterboard. I get it. See, because I was making that joke and then you made that joke and everyone listening was like this. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. So the next game I'll talk about is one that people are going to make fun of me for and I don't care. Chinny, you want to put this video up because it's game. I am loving it. It's called Cook, Serve, Delicious. I've got this. Have you? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Have you played it? No. I love of it. Well, explain explain oh. what the game is. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a It is exactly it that. It is a restaurant simulator. Uh, it was on sale for $1 and I would I had bought a turbo dismount which we talked about last week where you throw the little dude out of the car. I had bought what was the other little cheap 
crap game that I had bought and I didn't like at all. I can't. I don't. You know, I can't remember. It was. I talked about it last week. Anyway, that's really hard to narrow down. To be honest, I know what it was. It was it is simulator, and I was like, ah, this game sucks. So when this was on sale for a dollar, I was like, you know what? I shouldn't because the last two games I bought, thinking they weren't going to be great, and they weren't great. One of them I hated. One of them I was like, eh. But I was like, it's a dollar. What what have I got to lose? It's one dollar. Come on. It's like going to the dollar store and being like, ah, I don't think I want to buy that candy bar because it's too expensive. No, it's a dollar. So this game is a restaurant simulator. All it is is you you buy foods. It's actually got a lot of depth. That's one of the things I love about it. So you buy foods and you put them on your menu and then customers come in and you press the button for whatever slot they are in the restaurant and they'll say, you know, I want a coffee. And then you press down to pour the coffee. You press C to add the creamer if they want creamer. And you press S for each sugar they want. And let's say they want three sugars and no creamer. If you add creamer and they say no creamer, then they will give you a mediocre review as they leave. You can either get smiley faces, medium faces, or angry faces. And... It's so, I don't know. It's addictive. It's really good at giving. Is this, is this like papers, please? But the restaurant. It is. It's a. That's a really good way to put it. That's exactly what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, that is a good like way a of putting it. Restaurant, and it's not. You're not under pressure by a horrible government that's going to murder you. Nobody has died in this game yet. <laughs> but you do lose yeah, custom. You, you don't get the orders story. right. Yeah, exactly. I haven't gotten that. You haven't played story. the whole story yet, dude. But here's the thing. Look. There's so much depth because when you buy, let's say, pizza, right? You can buy pizza and add it to your menu, okay? Now you have pizza. And someone will come in and they say, I want cheese and pepperoni. And you have to add cheese and pepperoni. And then you cook it and you have to wait till it cooks. And then when it cooks, it goes ding. And then you have to uh, serve the pizza when it's done cooking. Other things go the other way. So when you someone orders a baked potato, you cook it first and then it goes ding. And then you have to add the toppings. Um and then you can upgrade your food. So you can upgrade your pizza, and suddenly you now have the option – the customers now have the option to add sausage and anchovies and you know, onions and mushrooms or whatever. So suddenly people come in, and they want all these different things in there on their pizza, and it can get hectic because there's a rush hour at lunchtime. There's like 100 people coming through, and they're like, I want this, I want that, and the toilets clogs, and you have to take out the trash. And there's all the stuff going on at once. Sometimes the health inspector shows up and you have to uh, – it's just and, – and that's for when your restaurant <laughs> just starts. Eventually, you get enough experience. You upgrade your restaurant. Then there are catering events. There's just a lot of depth in this game, and I'm really, really liking it. There you go. Who'd have known you could pay a dollar for a game and love it? I know, right? On the one hand, I'm playing Rust trying to create a hatchet to – kill a deer so that i don't get murdered and then at the same, you know next minute i'm off playing eat serves delicious he's making food for people I'm making antonio says antonio says it sounds like diner dash yeah exactly it is a lot like diner dash except you're behind the grill instead of out serving the customers so. yeah it's it's clearly meant to be a you know a touchpad game but it works really well on the pc um yeah because there's keyboard equivalents for everything some of the menus don't have keyboard equivalents but whatever Anyway, I don't know whether I've seen this on iPad or Android. It maybe it is. May not be. I don't know. Maybe it is just a PC game. But well, we can find mm-hmm. out. It, it feels like it would work really well on a, on a touchpad. But. Anyway, so that's Cooks Are Delicious. I'm almost done. The last thing I've been playing is another game that I got on Steam sale for very, very cheap. It's called Age of Wonders 3. And this game's kind of complex, so let me explain it. You know Civilization? Yes. Yeah, we know that. It's Civilization, know that, yeah. but in a fantasy setting. Done. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> is that it? Is that that's it? it? That's exactly what it is. It's so shameless, and it, you know what? It's perfect. That's exactly what I expected to get. That's exactly what I got. It's very fun. It's satisfying. You. The one difference is when you start the campaign, you don't have to settle your own cities for the most part. You just go around taking over other people's cities. So it's basically just you know civilization. But cook, but then uh, cook serve delicious is free on the app store. Oh snap! There you oh, go. People play it. You have no reason not to if you have a device. There you go. And See? so yeah. Anyway, uh, right. Age of Wonders three. It's very intuitive. If you've played Civilization at all, you know exactly how to play this game. Um, you know, there's a couple of technical things that are a little different, but you'll figure it out. And yeah, it's it moves well. You you deal with. Actually, here's the difference. I will say you have like kind of uh, turn-based strategy combat, whereas in Civilization you just have your enemy group go up against their enemy group and then whoever is stronger basically wins and it's just like boom 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 end of combat with this game you can do auto combat which is like that but you can also do you know it takes you to the hexagrid and you you move each squadron of group and you have your hero who's on a unicorn and you can cast spells and i mean chinny would love the setting for this because it's all orcs and elves and magic and dragons i mean you love that kind of stuff chinny so he's gonna love this it's my favorite thing yeah. So yeah, Age of Wonders three. If you're if you're tired of playing Civilization five and you, as I've heard that Beyond Earth is not a great Civilization game. I haven't played it. I don't know. Someday I'll get it when it's two dollars on the next Steam sale or whatever. But for now, this is definitely going to scratch that four X turn based strategy itch of mine. Very <sighs> good. Wow, and that's it. That's everything. That's what I've been playing. Super. Right. Uh... We are going to move on to a final kind of E3 wrap-up. And I've found what you could probably term as the was games of E3. Some of the more okay. obscure okay. titles. This is basically the news. Putting news first. And and the few major titles that we just didn't cover off on the main E3 show. So there's, there's a mixture People of was games. desperate to hear about E3. Nobody's been talking about it. I know. So a mixture of was games and a, and a final few games that we just didn't cover off. So, Chinny, over to you to go through those final games. What are well, you going to start with? I thought you were going to lead there, but that's fine. That's fine. No, 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 no. Um, I think we've got to start off with one of the best named games uh, of the conference, um, which is a new South Park game. Oh, yeah. And I think everybody was shocked by this news because... It was quite public on, uh, on how difficult the game was to make. It was first being published by THQ, uh, and um, making it, Matt and Trey aren't used to making something so slow, uh, and, and, and then THQ went down, and then Ubisoft picked it up, and it was a bit of a development nightmare, but then it came out, and they said... We're never going to make a game again because it was so hard. <laughs> and they're making another game. And the game is... But then remember, don't Park. forget, this this game did well. I mean, the, the original South Park did pretty well, I think. I think it yeah, sold... but they've, they've been doing well for a long time. Why yeah, should yeah, I think it did go out of their way to make a game? Yeah, I, I don't think well. Matt and Trey are trying to, uh, are trying to get the cash. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really think that's their goal. I mean, I think uh, that's why EA would love to say, hey, make another game. Look, everybody's <laughs> motivated by cash. No, no matter how much you've got, Dude, Matt, people no, still no, no, want no. more. I'm sorry. It's true. Uh, it's, no, it's, true. it's not. Matt and Trey do not need to make video games in order to make cash. They can snap their fingers and literally take a dump, and someone will pay them for that. 
Yeah, but they they just do whatever, don't they? They do whatever. They just something to keep them occupied. Well, there's other reasons why they and there's cash. Well, there's always cash. cash, Doesn't matter at all to them, but they've got a lot of ways to make cash. Yeah, look at that stupid woman who's written the new whatever it is, Fifty Shades book thing. (laughs) She's she's worth seventy five million pounds. Uh, Matt and Trey have a lot of talent. No, no, but what I'm saying is she's worth seventy five million pounds, right? She doesn't need to write another shitty book. But she still did it anyway because she wanted okay, more fine. cash. Let me pick you up then. She's doing that because she's a writer now. She's motivated by a love of writing. She's motivated by a love of cash. And I'm sure the cash doesn't bother her. But she. But here's the I thing. I don't think. She, wait. She doesn't have any other way to get that cash. Matt and Trey could do another musical. She's got Broadway. 75 million pounds. She doesn't need they to write an animated book. thing. They could do puppets. Tell you. Cash, man. Um, I don't think more. Matt and Trey. Here, wait, I got I don't the great clip. Just... Hang on, wait, wait. Let me read. Let me play the sound clip. This is boring. I'm bored now. There you go. But yes. let okay. me just. I, I let want to say, say no, Stu. It's boring. You would only be right. Listen, you would only be right if they weren't taking oh any money at all for making this game or inputting into the making of this game. The interesting Whatever. thing about bored. that is. Bored. They went. No worry. We'll uh, do it for free. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my god! So far. <laughs> fractured foot hole uh, is the name of the game, which is very funny, and uh, I uh, I think that's genius. Uh, and now instead of uh, fantasy RPG theme, it is now superheroes. Um, cool. So that's going to be the theme. And uh, and they even say the the trailer mocks people who pre-order games, and uh, they even mock their own combat system. They go, no, the combat system sucked. Uh, so they're they're very self-aware of all the problems they had before. Um, and I think it's looking good. I, I, I doubt there's a lot of game there at the moment. I'm pretty sure that the, it's hard, but the thing is, it's very hard to tell if the trailer was gameplay or was it just a video that they made because the video and the gameplay were so close to each other that I'm guessing it was probably just um, some sort of quick trailer that they made. But yeah, it's 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 fun. I, I'm I'm definitely up for another South Park. It was one of my favorite games of of the year. It came out last year. I think it, yeah, yeah, I it's good it was for the half really an hour good. that I. Um, who's making this? Because it's not Obsidian, is it? It's another it's another game developer that's making. No, this it's one. another game developer. I can't remember what they're. No. Yeah, you can yeah. find there, but no, it's not fractured anymore. I, fractured but whole. Fractured but. That's the name of the game. Yeah. yeah. But see, but see if you can find it. Hole as in W H O L E. Uh, Ubisoft. No, we know that, but is it an internal company though, or are they just publishing it? Because it's not got you media page apparently yet. So yeah, well you carry on, you carry on, Chini. Uh, yeah, well he's finding that out. Um, let's get uh the other one. Uh, yes, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, was announced the, the one of the first things EA showed off. Uh, it was a very simple trailer, um, just showing somebody that we didn't we don't know who they are yet, but showing them sort of running around different planets. And it looks like it's going back to its exploratory roots. Uh, for people that don't know, Andromeda is the nearest uh, star system to us, apart from the Milky Way. So yeah, and the byline was a whole new galaxy to explore. Yeah, or so something. it makes more—that's the most logical sort of place to go after you've sorted the Milky Way out. Um, yeah, so it's it's the nearest galaxy to us, and 
they're just going over there to see what the crack is. So there might be another alien race. There might be their whole another conflict over there. There might be council over there. There might be nothing over there. There might be idiots over there. It could so be. So how how do you feel about a new Mass Effect game with no Commander Shepard in it? I, I'm absolutely fine with that. I don't know why anybody. I don't, I don't think it could necessarily be. I, I trust Bioware. I think they can write good characters, so I have no problem at all. Yeah. Your attention, please. Um, so it turns out that the new South Park game is being developed by Ubisoft San Francisco. Oh, so it's an internal... Oh, that's cool. That's kind of cool. Is, it, is there a list of anything they've done before, or is it a whole new company that they've set up? I didn't look into that. Let me find out. Yeah, well, you carry on looking. Um, Let me put my brother yeah. on. Um, I know. Yeah, so I, I, yeah I, I, for me, I think I'm ready for a new Mass Effect when this, by the time this one comes out. I'm ready for... Yeah, there's been enough time, hasn't there? I don't look. I haven't heard anybody say this, but I've heard people say that other people have said this. That oh no, it's not Shepard. I was like, why would I want Shepard back? Shepherd's you know what I mean? Like, I've got done. Like it's time. It's done. On. It's over. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I I don't I like the universe, but I, I want to do something else now. And I, I don't even particularly want to see old characters in it anymore. Um, you know, I want new stuff. Yeah, exactly. We should have new stuff, but they should occasionally drop in references to other characters. Maybe. I'm not. I'm not desperate yeah. for it. Do you know? Do you know what I think? The good thing about this is. What's that? I think. I was. I was just seeing that the uh, the feed to Twitch seems to have dropped. Um, <gasps> yes, it has. No good. It hasn't. No, it hasn't. It's just Chinny messing. Um, or has it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the offline image on the Twitch. Yeah, I think the only the only thing I would say about this is that although they only showed obviously a CG trailer because there was no proper um, gameplay footage or anything of that nature, uh, it was still you, you still know that it's going to look good because you know the Mass Effect games on the old 360 still looks amazing. So I'm, I can imagine that this is this is going to look great when it. Uh, when it actually releases and i hope these sort of change you know even just some of the ways that you got from place to place because it always felt a bit just like a, a sort of loading screen as opposed to actually you were going somewhere do you know what i mean yeah. when you went into it yeah. was a kind of just like a canned animation of you being flung from the whatever whatever they were called the gateway things i can't remember what they were called now and they, they were mass relay um, things yeah the mass relays but it never felt like you were actually in transit anywhere Else, it was just like a you know an excuse for a loading screen. So I hope you know stuff like that. It makes it feel a bit more immersive, and and get rid of this. You just walk past someone and get a side mission that you're not really sure about, you know. All that. So there's there's a few things you can hopefully fix and make better. So we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, so Ubisoft San Francisco made Rocksmith and Rocksmith Edition 2014. So that's their whoa. Memory. Wow, that's a bit weird to go and make an RPG after that, isn't things. it? Mm. Oh well, <laughs> I guess we watch this space and hope for the best. Hope for the best. Prepare for. Hope for the best. Right. Uh, what else, Chini? What else was uh, that we haven't talked about? I can't get the uh, Twitch back online. Oh, What's that? Oh no, it's broken. It's broken. Twitch. Um, a new Deus Ex game called Mankind Divided. Uh, um, my stance on Deus Ex is, I don't really love it. Um. I don't know, but if they learn from their mistakes, maybe I'm, I'll be up for another one. Well, what, mm. yeah, I liked it. What did you not like about it? I just felt like the world was flat. I didn't really feel like the combat was strong. 
and as varied as they made out to be. And yeah, I, I, I'm like you. I felt that the world just didn't feel alive. It didn't feel like a real place. Yeah. No. It felt like you were just walking around in a canvas. You know what I mean? That someone had painted as a backdrop to your player sneaking about. Uh, and I think that's probably what I felt. And I'm, I'm kind of with Ginny on this. So hopefully they'll, they'll make it a little bit more alive, as weird as that sounds. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. And, and obviously everybody hated the boss battles. Um, yeah. They've already told, said that they, 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 there will be boss battles that you can do stealth on. So there's like stealth options for the boss battles. They're, they're going to treat them differently. They, they were fully aware of the boss battle. Yeah. And that's going to be all fixed this time, apparently. So they say. Uh, so they say. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just we'll wait and see what happens with that. Okay, what else have we got, Chinny? Uh, yeah, we got uh, on um, the EA uh, stands. There was Unravel, where the game, oh, the, yeah. the, the, you know it's the guy came out. I'm really looking forward to this. The guy came out shaking like a shitting dog. Um, <laughs> and uh, we mentioned, some people were discussing this on Twitter. He looked like he was actually having fun, which is a rare thing at E3, unfortunately. So I was really happy to see this guy having fun because he and most people go out there and they're so serious or so. And he was like, oh, I had this idea when I was camping and he had his cute little doll. And I feel like this game was kind of like a beautiful crystal bell ringing in the middle of E3. And the question, of course, whenever you hear a bell tolling is, who does the bell toll for? In this case, <laughs> exactly. It's tolling sure. for me. Yeah, it did look good. I mean, it looked cute and it was cool and, you know, introduced a lot of interesting mechanics to a platformer, didn't it? That I've not seen done that way before. So it's always cool to have innovation. Let's not get too carried away here. It's a cute platformer. You're made out of yarn. You use the yarn you're made of to swing across things for some reason or whatever. But it looks awesome. And if you don't like this game, f*** yourself. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly what you should go and do. Um, yeah, no, I, does I think you're good. right, Duke. I think he, he charmed everyone, didn't he? You know, you could tell that he was genuine. And I think this this might be EA's response because EA aren't really known for doing these sorts of games. So um, I'm not I'm not going to big up a company too much, but like I, I feel like you know good on them for trying for trying to sort of push these things forward because yes, uh, I, you know these games might not make a lot of money, but they they generate a lot of interest and they inspire people and they and they spawn great developers and, and, and great sequels and all great ideas for other games. So I think this is a sort of, a, you know, corporate social responsibility sort of um, act rather than let's make some money. Yeah, and it's cool to see that, you know, that a big company <laughs> like EA... Something in his bin. <laughs> I know, yeah. Ubi- Ubisoft seems to do that quite a bit. You know, Ubisoft seems to support them doing little games as well as the bigger games, so that's nice to see. But it's nice to see another big publisher developer, you know, allowing the, you know, developers to go and do something that that's not necessarily a big AAA game. So it's it's cool to see that. Yeah, so that's all good. That's all good. So what else did we have? What else did we have, Mike Chin? Uh, yeah, we got other stuff. There's uh, Mass Effect. Sorry, Mass Effect. Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Uh, Mirror's Edge is now open world. Uh, you can go anywhere. It looks a little bit more realistic. It, it doesn't sort of look as uh, uh, derelict and, and, and as white and red as it used to be. You know, it's a little bit more grounded. It's a bit more 
grime on the walls and so on. Um, my only fear with this one is, is it going to have the, the Ubisoft formula? I know it's an EA game, but is it going to have the Ubisoft formula going high on a tower, figuring out how to climb it, and then you unlock missions? Is that pretty much what we get in here? Which might not be terrible, but you're not going to be a million miles away from what we've you know, we, we've seen that before many times. So, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I hope not. But I do think they needed to make this a little bit more accessible compared to the first game. You know, because a lot of people go on about how amazing the first game was and it's going to be fantastic, you know, like they're bringing out a new one and all this sort of stuff. But I just remember finding the first game really frustratingly hard to play. And doing sections just over and over again until I got it right. You know what I mean? That's what I remember about Mirror's Edge. You know, don't get me wrong, it looked great, but when you got it wrong, it just looked shit. You know, when you were ramming into stuff because you hadn't exactly aimed at the right spot to climb onto the next bit. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, so I, I think... I, yeah, that, 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 that was what I had as well, and I feel like a lot of people's memory of this game is a lot fonder than actually what the game is. If they play it now, yeah. they'd be like, oh. And, and I wonder how many people actually played the whole game through. And I, I played the whole game through and finished it without um, uh, without shooting a, shooting a gun. Yeah, you know? well, you can't even and shoot it, guns in the new one. That's gone completely. Yeah, but the, so one of the achievements was not never shoot that. a gun. And I, and I got it. And yeah, it's... I don't know. There, there, there were certain parts of that game that wasn't as good. I feel like the opening couple of levels were really good, and then it sort of trailed off a little bit and got more. You see, annoying. I got to the bit as where it... I was in like a huge warehouse with lots of sort of stairs and levels and stuff, and yeah. I just kept getting shot by this dude. That the ones when I nearly got to the other side to the bit where I needed to get to, I just kept getting shot over and over again, and it was like Shot's a huge set. Shots fired. It was a huge section, so every time I got killed, I had to go through this whole frigging running around this scaffolding again and sort of stuff to get to the other side to get shot again. And in the end, I just went, oh, I hate this game, so I just turned it off. Um, and it was a fair way in. I got quite a way into the game, but I just found it really, really hard and frustrating. So I was just like, ah, screw this. Yeah, so that's, that's where, where, where I stopped uh, and stopped playing it. Okie dokie, what, what else have we got? What else have we got? Uh, other stuff. Blah, 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 Come on, blah, we need to do some of these uh, WAS games, man. Of, I know you're avoiding them. What what remains of Edith Finch? There you go. Yeah, this is looking good. I think you should definitely play the video for this. It looks cool. Um, this is by the guys who did Unfinished Swan. So this is by Giant Sparrow. Um, <laughs> see i love i love that game as well i like the unfinished one it's a good game whatever you say i enjoyed that um but this is an interesting take on the the walking simulator uh as as we like to fondly call them these days because there seems to be a lot of these coming out um but basically you're you play as edith finch who's trying to find out what happened to her family and why she's the only finch that's still alive Lame, uh, get over it. Let, whoa, let me finish. No, you're not having let him finish, dude. Let me finish. You with something amazing. Man. She needs to get so over she, it. Just to let her get over it. So she, so she, so what happens is basically you play as as her ancestors in a series of short stories throughout the game. See, uh, doesn't that blow you away, Chenny? And the only constant is that you 
plain first person view and that each family member dies at the end of the story so you find out how they died and why it's like it happened. rogue legacy except like not exciting or interesting it well i don't think you can say it's not going to be interesting this is boring i'm bored now you see, because what's kind of <laughs> what's kind of cool. I mean, when the guys when the guy was talking about, it, he said basically he wanted these to be short experiences, so none of these are going to be overly long. Uh, he said, and they're all, you know, radically different from each other. So he said, no, obviously it's like he said. He said, because what, what he found when he was a kid, he said he used to like reading, you know, short stories rather than long novels. And that's what he kind of wanted to recreate in a game. So he's done it in a series of sort of like these these small little vignettes of these people's lives. And hopefully, he said, at the end of the game, you'll unravel, you know, why she's the only one left in the mystery surrounding it all. But it looks quite surreal and it looks interesting, why you know, and the, the settings look cool. I love you, love you, only one me. And it's, and it's obviously my kind of game, you know. I think I'm going to really quite enjoy this. So, And it looks cool. One of us. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I know. You like Gone Home at some point, you're going to like one of these. That's true. That's the thing. Is that like, who knows? Maybe this will be one of those rare ones that does it right. But I'm not holding my breath. But I'm not holding (gasps) my breath. I know. I know. Um, Right. (laughs) Okay. I think Ginny's actually really holding his breath now. Should be. Uh, Ginny, what else have we got? What else have we got? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, you can stop holding your breath now. You can stop it now. Are... Oh Jesus! Um, um, there are two. There are two more games um, left of the was type games that I came across. What that I does like the bell toll for? Uh, and I knew about. <laughs> I knew about both of these. So both of these, Who none of these, the are, bell? New, are news to me. None of these are news to me. But to the it listeners, you might not. <laughs> Go ahead, Ginny. I'm sorry, are you talking? Um, <laughs> Go ahead, yes, Ginny. Go right. ahead. Another game called uh, fucking For Honor. Never heard of it. You have heard of that. That's not a Was game. You. That's the Ubisoft new sort of. Uh, is it four on four swords and medieval armor and all that jive, man? That's that's a triple A thing that's coming out. Is it? Yes. I've never heard of it. <laughs> well, you weren't everything. watching them, were you? <laughs> I watched the whole uh, Ubisoft thing. Yeah, well, there you go. That's from Ubisoft, that For Honor. And it, it looks bloody cool, actually. It's uh, getting a lot of props. Yes. Yeah, play really? the video, man. Have a look. Have a look. I'm playing You'll it. like it. You're playing it. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Yeah, so it's you like... two blokes on it at the moment. Oh, no. That's yep. The thing. So what is it? Is it a hack and slash? Is it a, yes. a MOBA? It's a hack and... Is it a, and... is it a No, a, no. A, as far as I know, slashy it's, adventure? it's a... Is it an ARPAGUG? Is it a adventure, a, a walking simulator? Is it a terror defense? Is it a no? It's a, a, a it's a battle a, a game. It's basically it's a battle game. I have a feeling I could be wrong, so people will probably correct me on this. But I'm I don't know whether there's AI characters around the oh, maps as well. Good. So it does look good. It looks good, man. So it's like mass sort of medieval. Everybody warfare. runs in exactly the same. It's funny. Everybody's running in the same way. Hilarious. But I think there's only four actual player characters on the map, so I don't. I think it's four v four, and then the rest are AI. Oh right, is it a multiplayer thing? Yeah, yeah. I think it's multiplayer, so a four v four, medieval sword and sorcery, slacky, slashy, hacky, kill everything sort of cool looking battles. 
Uh, it does look good. It's Game of Thrones battles in a game. Uh, oh, come on, man. It does look good. It looks good. I don't know if, I don't know if I like the multiplayer bit. I think that's what it is. I'm not. I'm not sure there's any sort of single player campaign or anything like that. I just think it's. Uh, I can't speak for Chinny. I just know that I'm undergoing video game introduction fatigue. Like, there's so many games coming at us. At a certain point, it's just like, okay, whatever. That's true. Just but at least this is, just play Skyrim. <laughs> I'm just gonna play Skyrim. I'm gonna so play Skyrim. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 3. But at least this is a new IP, so it's a brand it's new true. game. It is true. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's not some- at least it's not something we've seen before, but it does look cool anyway. So there you go. So that's that. Uh, but there are some other what? There's two more was games. So let's do those. Um, um, and yeah, then we'll move two more was games. Uh, there's a drift. Yeah, uh, this is, this this is the very good. Of Gone Home, isn't it? No, that's, that's Tacoma. No, that's Tacoma, isn't it? Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is the guy that did um, hashtag deal with it, wasn't it? It is. Really? The guy that this said, is, yeah, this is a hashtag yeah. deal with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, honestly, Duke, it's a very interesting... There's a, uh, an article about what happened to that guy after yeah. he did that, and it completely sort of ruined and rescued his life. You know, like, he, he had to move, it affected his family, his life. He sort of had a nervous breakdown, and he, then he started making this game, and yeah. he changed his whole thing. So he's, he's turned it around a little bit. Yeah. And it's basically Gravity, the video game. Oh, yeah, it's uh, which is which, yeah, which is kind of unfortunate because he came up with this idea before they released the film Gravity, so he knew nothing sure. about Gravity. Yeah. Was yeah. No, no, of course he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, he was he was doing no, this honestly, before. No, 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 no. He said it. He said it, did he? So it's going to be true. So that, that's fine. Yeah. No. No. no look, I honestly, you're right. I do believe honestly, that. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stu, I, I thought the magic was way. I, I, you no. know, when the matches came out, I was like, I wrote all this. This is all mine. Yeah. I didn't actually write it down. No. I didn't write it <laughs> no. down. No. Well, what he said was... It's a much bigger pill. What he said was, when he watched the film Gravity, he was really happy because it actually wasn't as much as like his game as he thought it was going to be. So he was fine. But he was a bit worried. He said at one point that he, he nearly didn't go ahead and make it. Because he was worried that people were just going to go, oh, you're just ripping gravity off or whatever. To people who think he's just ripping gravity off, he says this. Fuck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it looks cool. I mean, the gameplay looks really slick. It's, it has got, he said his biggest inspiration, funnily enough, was Mirror's Edge. Or one of his big inspirations. For Black. <laughs> and that's kind of what it looks like. You know, it looks like you Mirror's Edge. But Mirror's it's, Edge uh, well, so wait, it's parkour on the moon and space? No, 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 no. But the, the aesthetic <laughs> of it, it's really very high. It's, it's very, he said, he said the big inspiration was Mirror's Edge uh, 2001 uh, was another big inspiration for the game. Yeah. And it's set in, I think it's 2037, so it's just set in the near future. The year 2000. The biggest inspirations around. were Mirror's Edge 2001 and Only Fools and Horses, the British thing. <laughs> <laughs> only fools and horses. Uh, but basically, you, it's basically you you wake up, you don't know who you are. There's been a massive sort of uh, incident on the space station you're on, and it's in bits and pieces, and you have to get back to Earth. Is so your has been destroyed, go. then? Everything's been destroyed. So, There's it, bits so of it it's a fair think that maybe the main character will sing this? Technically, I'm homeless. Quite possibly uh but it looks it looks very stressful duke i'm not sure you you would like this game 
Uh, because you had- angry dad. Because your spacesuit is damaged and it's constantly leaking oxygen, so you're you're constantly having to hunt around for oxygen uh, tanks to top up all the time. Yeah, and and when you go out into open space, your oxygen goes down even faster than when you're inside the space station. <laughs> so it's so it like screws you over even more when you have to go outside the, to fix it. It's a Metro twenty thirty three without all the awesome story. Yeah, yeah, no, it does look good. Or the story for the breakup of the Soviet Union. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this anyway. This is another game, apart from re- what remains of Edith Finch, that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and then there's one final game, Chini, and that would be uh, Soma. Soma. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about this game, but I do like the na- fact that it's named Soma because that comes from Brave New World by Aldous Huxley, which is a great book, and everyone needs to read it if you haven't already. So this this is from the makers of Amnesia. Uh, it's it's much in that vein. It's another sort of horror story i guess and it's set in an underwater sort of station like a space station Ooh. but on the bottom of the ocean Ooh, underwater Ooh. yeah <laughs> the, the only weird thing is when i've looked at any of the gameplay footage of this it's not as apparent as something like you know um what are good underwater games like uh bioshock, bioshock. for instance it's, yeah That's- unlike bioshock where you you constantly aware that you're underwater with this it's kind of a little bit more in one. the back uh Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, Bioshock. Oh, there's uh, also that other one, um, Bioshock. Bioshock. But it looks a lot more high-tech than that. So it's more like a space station underwater. Yes. That's kind of what it's like. But there are things so like hunting you down. But in water. Yes. It's, water. I think that would... Dead yeah. I think that's uh. the best comparison. It's like Dead Space dead underwater. Water. Dead water. Nice. Uh, but it looks very creepy, and there's lots of stuff coming out. And it's coming out this year as well. It's out in September, I think it is, it comes out. So it's very nice. It's not that far away, so yeah. So yeah, all yep. looking good, man. Yep. All looking good, yep. 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 So that's kind of it. I don't think there's... Is there anything else we need to cover off from E3? I don't yep. think there was anything else, was there? I think we should yep. talk about Gears of War Remastered again, really. <laughs> I think we should. So let's let's just do a quick sort of... Uh, out of all of the stuff you saw at E3, what is your favourite thing or what is the thing you're looking most at? <laughs> Are you forward? seriously asking me that question? Well, I know what yours is going to be. Isn't Chinny's the same answer? I don't know. Might not be. Yeah. Well, we know it's Fallout 4 for you. Chinny, Fallout 4 as well. Uh, yes, and I think yep. Horizon is a close second. Really? Very interesting, that. I agree. I yeah. thought Horizon looked interesting. I just didn't think it was that powerful for you, Chinny. I, didn't I don't know. Just, I thought, I thought it, I've always loved the idea of Monster Hunter. Yeah. And I have yeah. played Monster Hunter on the 3DS. There's these lads who we share. We have a kitchen at work, and these lads come in, and they, they all love Monster Hunter. And I, I said, come on, show me this Monster Hunter game. And I was like, nope. Uh, because I don't know, it just feels a bit too uh, Japanesey for me, and I, you know, I know that's like a very personal reason. It's a, not a bad game. Right. Um, they spent like 300 hours in it because you know a different weapon basically just changes the whole game, and there's loads of different weapons in it. So you know that's fine. But I've always liked the idea of a, like a sort of a monster hunter game. Um, that's what I like Borderlands. You know, when you have a big enemy and you just have to take it down bit by bit, bit by bit to yeah. chip away at it. I love that idea, uh, but I've never really gone into Monster Hunter. So this, I mean, I know this isn't quite the same 
thing, but yeah, I mean, robot dinosaurs, um, fucked up post-apocalyptic world, um, eating batteries or whatever you do. Uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I would have said the same. Horizon for me as well uh, is one thing. You know, I'd, I'd sort of more interested in, obviously always more interested in new stuff, you know, new IPs rather than things that we already know about or we've seen at E3 for the last two years. Yeah, I just think Fallout 4 is a bit of an easy one, isn't it? It's like a no-brainer that it's going to be fantastic. And to be fair... So- yeah, and to be fair, we kind of knew about it before E3, so it's not. Yeah. It wasn't like a big announcement there. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, Horizon. I mean, uh, I mean, it's safe to say that Recall looks. It sort of feels very similar. You know, it's got robots and a female protagonist and stuff. Very different art style, and I think it will be a very different game. I just Recall to me seems so far away. From being done yeah it does um, it was just a cg trailer wasn't it and it yeah and it was a cg trailer and horizon just had a lot more meat to it in terms of just uh showing what it was going to be like and what it was the only thing that annoyed me was the main character spoke a lot you know which was yeah bit, kept going i'm just gonna hide in this grass here better, better hide in this bush everyone uh, you know, um, the not... only thing I would say as well, which is kind of cool for me about Horizon, is the fact that it's coming from a studio that up to now, as far as I'm aware, has only ever made first-person shooters. Yeah, and so not very good cool. tools either. Well, they're all right. There's nothing particularly no. wrong with they're just not I've amazing. never enjoyed any game that they've made. Yeah, I kind of like 3. I must admit, I enjoyed 3. Well. So yeah, that's what that's what's cool for me. And, and obviously, what remains of Edith Finch? Oh, yeah, sorry, there is another one for me that I really, oh, yeah. really like the look of. Um, yeah. Is the Ghost Recon Wildlands. I thought that was amazing. All right, okay, so yeah. That was in a Ubisoft uh, press conference? Yeah, you need to see that, Duke. I think you'd be into that. I think you'd really like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really slick trailer as well. One of the transitions is genius. Absolutely genius. What a great transition that is. I fell in love with it. So clever. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, there's been some good stuff. I don't think this was a year where we had tons of stuff where we're going, wow, what is that? What is that? You know know. what? I thought it was one of the best E3s we've had for a long time. I think it was good, but I think, mind you, having said that, in previous years, we've had stuff announced that then we've never heard about again. Well, that's true. That might be the case here, but I I feel like it was a very positive E3. I thought it was a very strong E3. For everybody, you know, EA, Ubisoft, Microsoft, Sony, and even Nintendo. I mean, people give Nintendo a hard time. I thought Star Fox looked okay. Graphically, it looked great, but I thought that it was it was everything that I would want from a new Star Fox game. Uh, and then the Mario Maker, as we all know, I'm a massive Mario fan, and I, I thought Mario Maker looked really good, really clever, really polished. Had that nice Nintendo touch to it in terms of just, you know... Um, if you if you drop like an item into the into the world, if you shake it, it modernizes it. So you, it turns a green shell into a red shell. If you shake it, really nice little twists, and you can change yeah. the whole skin to Mario World or the original Mario or the new Mario. I thought it was genius. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's be honest here, uh, Nintendo have lots of exclusive games coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, they basically <laughs> took the Wii U out back and shot it in the head, didn't they? They're like, yeah. We got some stuff for the Wii, but look at the 3DS, everyone. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm excited for Mario Maker. I, I will buy a Wii U eventually when they announce their next console, uh, and I'll just buy it for cheap and just binge on all their games, you know. Um, 
But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what Nintendo is for me at the moment. It's sort of like a a couple months of like let's just catch up with everything before I go back to more Xbox. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, the only one thing I would say, you know, apart from uh, Gears of War, there's there was nothing that really made me go, oh, you know, I need to now start thinking about getting an Xbox One. Does not the, the backwards you know. compatibility get No, used? I don't care. I sold all those games. I haven't got none of those anymore. I, I certainly am not going out buying them again. That's you know, you ultimately, cool, my, my opinion, my opinion on, on backwards compatibility for it is it's a nice to have if you've still got your 360 collection, right? But when I buy a box like that, I don't want to play old games. I want to play the new stuff that's coming out. I'm not interested in stuff that came out 10 years ago. No, I think that's fair enough. I think that's, but 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 you you do surely see that for some people that is a big buy. You know what I mean? That's a really oh, yeah. big plus for some. Um, but and for me, I, I I enjoy it. I think I think that's I'm, I'll definitely enjoy the benefits of it, especially Halo Wars, Stu. You know, because I thought Halo was done gone for me. But now the fact that I don't have to go back to my 360 and I can Twitch stream all my 360 games through my Xbox One, which I feel like is very handy. So. Um, yeah, you know, I can play um, Grand Theft Auto again, San Andreas, and I don't have to plug in the other one. And yeah, for me, it's it's a nice plus. But yeah, it you, is a you nice always plus, play the new, new and exciting, doesn't you? But I think you need to be kind of careful of what you think you're going to be getting to play. Well, I, from what I I know, it'll take some time. But from what I've heard, it's not a lot of work for them to. It's not. No, okay. no, there's no work. There's no work. From what I can gather. It's all about the publishers going, yeah, you can make it backwards compatible. And they just flick a switch and it's backwards compatible. But the issue is, you know, as we know, these publishers are trying to make a bit of a killing on doing, as we know, ultimate version of this and ultimate version of that with 60 frames a second and 1080p. You know, when you look at the list of what's co- currently compatible, do you know what else? Do you want me to give you a quick rundown? There's only 20 of these, so there's not a lot yeah, to go through. Yeah, there's only 20. I think it's banjo Kazooie, Banjo there's, there's a Kingdom for Keflings, a World of Keflings, Alien Hominid, Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, uh, Battle Block, Defense Grid, Geometry Wars Evolved, Hexic HD, Jetpack Refueled, Cameo, Mass Effect, M Plus, Perfect Dark, and Perfect Dark Zero, Small Arms, Super Meat Boy, Toy Soldiers, Toy Soldiers Cold War, Viva Pinata, Viva Pinata, Trouble in Paradise, and Zuma. That is it. I know, but, but it I build over time. I think it will, but I, I really don't think it's going to be as many as you think because I think a lot of these publishers who are planning on making a, a you know a, a 1080p 60 frames a second version of their games will not allow them to be become backwards compatible. I, so. I, I don't know. I think they'll spend a good year just sort of updating them all. And so for me, against you, I'm not a massive defender of this. You know, for me, I've already bought an Xbox One and I want to sort of look forward. You know, but. Yeah, it is nice that I won't if they sort of update it and New Vegas is on there because I'm planning on playing New Vegas or uh, Halo Wars goes on there, which I believe it's published by Microsoft, so they can pretty much just do that whenever they want. It is nice just to put that disc in and play it for me. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think you know those sorts of games will definitely be on there, but I just I'm just dubious as to how many they're going to have in the end of this. We, you know, I remember what the back was compatible to original Xbox games was like, and that was a, a right mess you know a lot of those games didn't even work properly so it'll be interesting to see how this evolves and whether and whether you do get a whole library of your old games available i do, I do think it's just, a year late I, I do think it's a year late this oh yeah if they, they announced this at launch i don't think they'd been sat in the position they're in now 
No, would have been a big would have been a big get for a lot of people. Massive, yeah. I, I think even I would have probably been more tempted. You know, I'd have been like, oh yeah, I can still play all my old 360 games. I might get one of these. You know what I mean? Even if I didn't do it very often, it, it's it's kind of one of those things where even if you don't do it, you know you can if you wanted to. And I think that's as important as actually doing it. Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? It, the fact that you can do is like a kind of a, well, I could do if I wanted, but, you know, I'm going to play this instead. Yeah. You know, and no, everyone's so- like, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption, that's what we want. Hello, <laughs> Wars, man. Hello, Wars. Yeah, well, you are in a minority for that, I would have thought. This is boring. I'm bored now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, <laughs> okay. yeah, that's that's true. Um, so let's we have got a couple of emails, so let's read those. Oh, Whoa, that ruled. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, the first one we've got is from Jason Gallagher. And he says this. Uh, the, the fractured but whole veteran gamer life. Nice. He, he says, I've heard uh, Gabe disrespect Microsoft many times. Yet Valve teams up with these guys for VR's sake. Actually, my opinion is they've made a deal. Valve gets some Minecraft VR money and Microsoft gets it on some of the Half-Life love to help them get back on top. That's if, ah, come on, that's on a big, massive if Half-Life, whatever, ever gets, re- you know, revealed or even released again. Uh, money, money, money. Oh, by the way, thanks Microsoft for being backwards compatible at launch. Yeah, right. Glad you weren't. Now I have an awesome PS4. Ooh. Uh, so many of you out there will be complaining about E3 that none of these games will be out this year. So here are a few of the games to keep you busy this year. Uh, Batman, as we know, and I've got that pre-ordered. That's coming next week, I believe. Uh, so that's very close. Uh, King's Quest in July, PGA Tour, July 14th. Everybody's gone to the Rapture, baby. August 11th. I'm counting down those days. Uh, Until Dawn, August 25th. I'm not. I'm still not that convinced with Until Dawn. I don't know. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain, Tear Away, Unfolded, Soma, which we've already mentioned, which looks cool. Uh, Lego Dimensions, uh, not joking about this game, it's going to be ridiculous. Check out the character list in this game. The Simpsons, Portal, Doctor Who, Batman, uh, and it goes on. Hey Duke, the Uncharted Collection, August, October 9th. There you go, Uncharted Collection, just for you. Um, Rainbow Six Siege, Fallout 4, Star Wars, Hitman December, and yeah, Hitman December 8th. That's a, I don't think I've ever heard of a developer releasing games like that in December. That's kind of interesting. For, that uh, Far that Cry up. comes out in December. Ah, yeah, so there's two. two. Yeah, no, well, no, no, it doesn't come out this December, but every, every no, no, when the, when the Far Cry game comes out. Yeah, and so and also, uh, I think, well, no, I might be wrong. Sorry, I thought South Park came out, but I think that was January. But I um, think that's a good do you idea. Remember Prince of Persia 2008? That came out in December. There you go. Uh, but I think that's cool that they, you know, that they do stuff like that. Uh, and finally, Persona 5. So there you go, Persona 5. I still have to play Persona 4. I think I'm going to get that and buy it when I go on holiday people, and play it on my Vita. play Persona love persona i know i know i i keep hearing all this and everyone keeps going you shouldn't you need to play persona stew so I'm, i will do it when i'm on holiday as far so as i right. know it's japanese role-playing game set in a school and i'm just like no thank <laughs> you um 
Xbox has Halo and Tomb Raider this year. I'm personally very, very excited to uh, someday mold clay in Dreams, which looks to be an absolute work of genius. Uh, Dreams is going to be so good. Uh, no. I, I don't know. To... I, I just think we need to know what, what a I think, bit more I think about. they're stretching there. I think, I think Little Big Planet had this really cute aesthetic. I mean, Sackboy was a sort of a... Uh, uh, a mascot for, for the PlayStation for a little while. You know what I mean? He was he was a character and he had a charm to it. And I, I'm I'm not saying that it doesn't look cool. It looks cool, oh, it and you can cool. always rely on Sony to do weird shit, right? But I don't know. I you know I think this might be a little bit too abstract for for a success. A little big planet wasn't a success after the first one, really. Um, but I don't know. I th- I feel like. Unless there's something we don't know about, this game's going to struggle to, to be a success. Yeah, I think we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Sony nailed it, but even with all of E3's greatness, still my two favourite upcoming games are Cuphead, uh, yeah. which I've mentioned. I think that looks cool. I like the look Just of Cuphead. And What Remains of Edith Finch, which I keep saying looks amazing. And one of those shooters. I'm bored now. I haven't been excited for a shooter in years. Maybe Rainbow or Grow will pull me back in. Uh, E3 was great. Suck it, haters. Go play Pong for eight hours straight. Maybe then you will stop complaining about great games. Oh, wait. Not to complain about No Man's Sky. Uh, we'll let down the internet. Uh, repetition of random repetitious environments. Sorry, I'll go boot up Pong right now. PS4 out sucks. Joking. I'm only joking. Uh, uh, PS, sorry. PS4 out sucks. There you go. That's for you, Duke, I think. Uh, uh, anyway. Rise up, it's Agent Kuyan. Uh, he's only joking. Anyway, uh, and that's it from Jason. So thank you for that. All right, thank you, Jason. Uh, we have got one from Pink E, and he says I... this. Uh, I would like to say congrats to Chini on the purchase of a house. Yeah, almost there. Yeah. Uh, the talk of his man cave complete with do- uh, do- uh, doilies, sorry, uh, complete with doilies and flower wallpaper got me thinking. Uh, though, Chini, do you have any pieces of gaming-related stuff that you're planning to display? Girlfriend's approval pending. Um, well, yeah, I, guess. I mean, yeah. Taurus, Taurus... Helmet, man, you've got a helmet! <laughs> I have got a helmet. Uh, ooh, uh. Um, Tara's ooh, uh. pretty good. You've met Tara, Stu. She's, she's a lovely girl. I have met Tara. Um, and she's pretty good with that sort of stuff, you know. Uh, she even... She's bought some stuff for the house, but one of the, stuff, one of the things that she bought is a fridge magnet, right? Which is a Pac-Man bottle opener. Cool. Nice. See, that's cool. I'm practical. Does stuff. Cool and practical. So no, she's pretty good. I mean, I will sort of keep. I I don't. I'm a person really that I don't have a lot of tat. You know what I mean? I don't have. I I'm very. You don't have any tat? Harsh. Uh, I don't. Yo, check out my tats here. Uh, no, I don't have any sort of faffy things. Um, I keep it down to a minimum. Um, there's even something on my desk now that's bothering me, which I might throw away soon. Uh, uh so I I do have a few things. I have a Halo Three helmet. I, I use that to remind me never to buy any limited edition shit again. <laughs> Except uh, exactly. I, I, and then I have a uh, I have a little um, Brotherhood of Steel figure as well, which I really love. I adore that one um, because it came it came free, it wasn't it? Extra price or anything? It was forty pounds for the game. How'd you get? And that? I could either have um, the normal one. Listen to you now. He's now interested. He's like, well, is that? Yeah. Ready? Is, what is that? It, how did it's really cool. It? I, I might go get him and I'll show him. How did the camera, you get it? It came with the game. <laughs> what game? Fallout Three. 
I didn't get that when I had Fallout 3 Special Edition. I got the lunchbox. No, no, it wasn't with the Special Edition. It was just like a, a <laughs> version of the game. Oh, fancy uh, chinny oh. only version. <laughs> How much those go for on eBay? I don't know. Hang on. Um, well, let me get it. <laughs> anyway, he carries on. I guess I should include the other two blokes in this question as well. Heaven forbid we have to listen to another angry rant from Jude. Ah! Um, so, Jude, oh, no, have you got any angry dad? Duke, have you got any sort of gaming paraphernalia displayed at home on your shelves or on your PC or anywhere like that? Uh, well, I mean, I got the Vault Tech bobblehead guy at school. I've got the Skyrim map on my oh, wall yeah? of the classroom. At home, not so much. Um, no, not really. Uh, it's all at school because at school is where I'm going to get props for it. Uh, you see, that's how you keep in with the kids. And um, I've got on the door of my classroom... And it's on the inside because it looks tacky if you have too much stuff facing outside. But I have a quest marker from Skyrim. And so people, most people don't know what it is. So they're just like, whatever. But those who know, they're like, oh, dude, quest marker. So See, uh-huh. see only the cool kids know what that exactly. is. Exactly. Uh, I, I have the uh, Hitman figure that we got from EGX one year, quite a few years back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I gave mine to Marshy. Yeah, it's a cool it, one. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. a cool little model as well. He's got a cool, like, you know, silenced handguns. And it, it's actually well made. It's a really nicely made thing. Uh, I've got the twins, you know, from the cave that I also got at e, uh, EGX, or one of the EGXs we went to. Uh, so yeah, a little okay, model of the twins. To, uh, Madeline. See, I'll give all, see all that chitty tacky I know, stuff. I know. I'll give it all away. Yeah. I don't want it. I've got I'm a, quite a tidy person. I don't like to I've got a Saints that. Row bobblehead, uh, which was kind of cool. And I've also got, uh, which which Kay bought me for either Father's Day or birthday one year, I've got um, Sack Boy from Little Big Planet, like a plastic one. So he's kind of cool. So I have him. But that's about it, really. I don't have a ton of stuff. I don't have a ton of stuff. Uh, Dude, anyway, he says, P.S. <laughs> no, I'm he says, PS. changing hard drives. P.S. Chini's right. That yep sound uh, clip is gold. Thank you, Duke. Yep. Uh, love from Pinky. Yep. So there you go. Yep. So thank yep. you for that. And the final one is from Derek Sines, and he says, summertime, and the living is E3-Z. Uh, did you see what he did there? I did. Okay, yeah. uh, living is E3-Z. That's quite cool. Uh, he says, hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. Um, today may be the longest day of the year, but this definitely feels like the longest month as far as gaming is concerned. I think I've reached saturation point with E3, and I have only one question for you this week. Based purely on this year's E3 pre-show reveals, show reveals, company hype and future promises, uh, what would you advise any gamer to buy as their gaming platform of choice for the next few years? A PS4, Xbox One, PC, or even a Wii U? Uh, so, yeah. what would you If, if someone came to you, Chini, right, at work yeah. or wherever and went, hey, Chini, you're eating video games. What should I buy? I don't know what I get. Uh, ooh, it's a tough one, really. Uh... I don't know. I'd, it, I'd have to ask him a series of follow-up questions. Okay, um, I'll pretend to be the guy. You ask me the questions then. Go for it. Go okay, uh, what sort of games do you like? Oh, I like them shooters. I like shooting shit. What, what console do your friends play on? 
I don't really know. I think I think some have got Xbox Ones, but a couple have got PS4s as well, so I don't really know. I bet your first, the person that you play with the most, what does he have? Uh, he's got an Xbox One, he has. Get an Xbox One then. Yeah, but I like the look of the exclusives on the PS4, though. They've got some cool exclusive stuff coming out, haven't they? Well, what do you want to, what do, you want to do? Play with your mate or play the exclusives? I don't really play multiplayer very much. Well, get the PlayStation then. Like, hold on, oh. how are you sourcing this money? Do you have a job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, what do you do? I, 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 I deliver stuff for, for what people. What do you deliver? Uh, you know, stuff, just stuff I can't talk about. So you're a postman? Much. No, the stuff I deliver, you know, makes people happy, if you to know honest, what I'm man, saying. I, I don't think buying a console is your priority. I think you've got other issues. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's, uh, there you go. that's, that's me. Good. Duke, Duke, back, into, you, back into the room, back into the room, back into the room, back into the room. Uh, Duke, one of your pupils comes up to you at school and goes, "Here, Mister P, uh, I'm thinking of getting like my mum to buy me a new games console. What should I get, or should I get one of those PC things?" It depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for uh, ease of use, I would recommend uh-huh. a console. If you're ah uh, okay, if you, <laughs> I don't know why this. Oh, come on, come on. I'm in character here. Come on, come Shit on. Is, Anyway, uh, if you're looking for access to more unusual titles, smaller games, the PC is definitely the way to go. Oh, I like that. I like that. But be prepared for doing some work because you're going to have to switch out components and stuff might go wrong. It's harder to troubleshoot on a PC. Um, you know, if you want to play with friends, get whatever your friends have. Okay, thanks, Mr. P. That was very helpful. I don't know why Oliver Twist is a student in my class. Also, oh. Please also, can I have 50, some more, sir? Just speak with a deep voice already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting, actually. Somebody did ask me this very question at work the other week. Someone said, oh, you know, I'm thinking of getting a new console. What should they do? Did you and say, I, fuck, I, I, don't talk to me? <laughs> yeah, the, why are you asking me? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. I always sort of say to people, well, it depends what you want it for. Do you know what I mean? I, I yeah. tend to think that... It's true, because if the, you want it to wash your clothes, it, it definitely yeah. won't work. I say uh, What I tend to say to people, if you, if you want sort of single-player games, you're not too bothered about playing multiplayer and stuff like that, you know, PS4 maybe because of the fact that they've got, you know, PS Plus and you get quite a lot of decent games free. Uh, you know, Xbox does a version of that, but I, I still don't think it's the same calibre of titles that they give away as, as you know, as Sony does. Um, so you, you you know you get in essence for the same price tons of free games that are worth playing. Um, but then I also say if you look if you're into multiplayer and stuff and you want you know all that kind of stuff and, and you play with your friends it's probably a better experience on the Xbox. Um, and there tends to be more people chatting and stuff like that. It's more social. Um, so there you go. That's what I tend to say to people. You know, it's sort of it's difficult because I I really don't think there's a whole lot to choose between them now. No. You know, between the two consoles. Um, but if I was advising someone, advising someone, I would always say, you know, pick a console that you want and then upgrade your PC to play games. Job done because you get the best of all worlds. Then, Because a lot of the games that are coming to exclusively to one console or the other are also getting a PC release. So you could play all of them then. So there you go. You need a PC and a console, isn't it, in my opinion, these days. Then you get everything. See? Uh, then you get everything. Although it costs a lot of money. 
There you go. Speaking of and time, here comes some dead press. No work, no school, no shirt, no shoes today. All I gotta do is go to a barbecue. Fire hydrants is waterfalls. We yeah. And then that's kind of it. That's everything. So we're more or less done. Uh, so on that note, we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. It's time for a shout out. Hey! So, uh, Chinny, over to you. We'll go with you first this week. Um... I want to shout out uh I wake up early in the morning, do my son's salutation, get back, starting out the day in deep meditation. Uh I want to shout out uh, David Tripney. Uh he is now uh, on the Xbox uh platform. He did have a um PlayStation, but now he's um he's come over to the to the Xbox as well and he's been asking me about some good games. I recommended uh, Sunset Overdrive, Ori in the Blind Forest, um, uh, Max Curse of the Brotherhood, and that's about it. Really. Um, so, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to... The Bin. <laughs> This is Ben Dingus. Learn to recognize your uh, Mac operating yeah, system. My Mac sounds. <laughs> um, yeah, just everybody in the Twitch. So Antonio, uh, Jason Gallagher, Fraser, uh, Goat Dangler, which I believe is um, I forgot his uh, actual. He's changed his accounts, but thanks to him, Tuscan, um, Big Bad Daddy's in here. Um, yeah, everybody that listens in their car and stuff. Thank you very much. Much love. And I'm sort of happy that E3's... I mean, I think everybody's done on the VG Hub, you know, the game punches and uh, obviously his connection. I think Greg's done a really good job of covering E3, um, you know, the games and all that stuff. I think everybody's done great, but I think we're all like, can we just get back to talking about, you know, what we've yeah. been playing, playing normal games shit. now? Normal please. shit. That's yeah, all normal I mean. shit, please. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's me. Cool. Uh, well, I'm going to shout out Markanics because he gifted me a game on the Steams Ooh. Uh, called called Rush, uh, which is made by the same people who made Tokatori. Tokatori, which is like a, I think it was like a, a walking a walking egg sort of puzzle platformer, wasn't it? Um, so it's it's, 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 it's simple. It it's it's good. It's you know variations on a theme. It's very well done. So I've got that, so I'll be giving that a play at some point. And somebody else gifted me a game, but I cannot remember for the life of me who it was. Mm, but I'm sure I got another one this week. I know. I know. Sorry, I was meaning to, and then forgot. Uh, you just don't care. I know. This is basically uh, what I, you're saying to every listener. F*** yourself. I did. Uh, and I'm also going to shout out I Pete because it was his birthday this week. So happy birthday, I Pete. Happy birthday, Pete. Happy birthday. And in fact, it was on Wednesday, and I know that, because he said he wasn't able to listen to the show because he was going out for his birthday. Yeah. Huh? I hope you so there you go. He went roller skating, by the way. That's what he did. No, he, he, he invited me, and I was like, yeah, I said, Peterborough is a little bit too far to go for a night's roller skating. At least it was very nice of him. At least it was invited. very nice of him. It was very nice of him to invite me. And I bought him, I bought him a game off his wish list on Steam as a sort of birthday gift for all the hard work he's done on the forums and stuff. Uh, obviously, I look for the cheapest one, but you know, it's the thought yeah, that well, counts. The, thought, the thoughts there, isn't it? It's the thought that counts. And to be fair, his birthday comes at the perfect time, doesn't it? When the Steam sale's on, because uh, you don't have to buy a full price game. See? It's a cheap it's all good. He's a cheap It's date. all good. 
Uh, and Jason Golliher tweeted me now, or tweeted the veteran gamers, should I say. But I don't know whether this is true or not. But he tweeted a video of a water park near Waco where it's got the craziest slide ever. The craziest water if slides. And he said he was... Blank ever? I wouldn't be surprised to find that it's in Waco, Texas. Yeah, it was in Texas it's and it's near Waco. Crazy people. But it's, it's like water slide if you if you imagine, you know, like a quarter pipe for BMXs. Yeah. yeah. If you imagine one of those as a water slide, though, that's what you get. So it's kind of sliding down, and then you just get launched off the end of it. Oh, and, nice. like, people are doing crazy somersaults and all sorts of crazy shit. So if you did go there, uh, I hope you had fun and didn't quite kill yourself. Because I looked at this and thought, shit, people are going to die doing this crazy stuff. That Again, sounds like Waco. Yeah, and there were some. There were actually people going off it on BMX bikes, well, as well. These people are crazy. Doesn't sound like the type of place that would draw sane, sensible individuals. I know, uh, but they were all good-looking, sane, sensible individuals. Oh, it has to be said. Yeah, they were all very good-looking people. Uh, and that's kind of video. Yeah, do you want do you want the link to the video? Have you got it? No, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Oh, you'll have it. There's a lot of good-looking ladies and gents in that place, I'll tell you now, if that's a regular clientele. Um, it's a 4K one, in slow-mo and stuff. It's very nice. Oh, yeah, it's very good. It's a good... I mean, if you were thinking of going to this place, this would definitely convince you to, you know, go and have a look, because it is totally crazy. Um, anyway, over to you, Duke, for your shout-outs. Yes, I will shout-out IP and Phil Olsen and Fumu and Chris MJW and Turtle502 and everyone else who was uh, responding positively to my E3 tweets. I had fun live tweeting some of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to all of them. It's good to get feedback when that's happening. And Turtle502, shout-out to him for not knowing what he thinks. He'll get that. That's a funny inside joke. Uh, I will shout out Amras because he did this great job. <laughs> he, he asked me at one point, um, hey, Duke, have you played Subnautica? Because uh, it's on Steam and it looks like it could be right up your alley. Like it's kind of Minecraft under the ocean and stuff like that. Check it out. And I was like, oh, I'll take a look. And uh, I said, no, I haven't played it. And he was like, oh, okay. And um, so it, then I logged into Steam to look at it and it says, you have a gift from Amras. And I was like, yeah! He was trying to find out if I had it or not. Clever girl. So anyway, he gifted me that. Clever thank you very much, Amras. That was very nice of you. And uh, I will thank Black Eyed Boy for giving me Defense Grid 2, which I already have access to thanks to the Steam family sharing. So I don't know if I've already re-gifted that or if I hung on to it or whatever. But anyway, it's very nice of him. Uh, and I will thank Marcanix because he's one of the people I gave a copy of Windborn 2, and I have another one, I think, of Windborn, so if anybody wants Windborn, holler at me, and I'll give it to you on Steam. Um, and Marcanix gave me Space Chem, uh, sort of in response, even though Windborn didn't cost me anything. I don't think he spent a lot on Space Chem. I hope not. But uh, yeah, it looks cool, so I will be playing that at some point, so thank you, Marcanix. Very nice of you, and shout out to everybody who's listening and shout out to Stu and chinny for being awesome and shout out to the duchess for being super great wonderful lady and yeah that's it and shout out to the cmw crew for making rust awesome again and uh, having a great battlefield 4 server and a good rust server and all the rest of it there you go wow that was a lot of shout out uh, i've got to say i'm looking at this video and it does look bloody cool doesn't it this place crazy yeah uh, and it's no, only it. 15 15 to get in for the whole day well, there you go. Yeah, so. 
that's good value that. for money. But is now. that all they have? Is that one pick? Uh, no, there's other stuff. There's other stuff, apparently. I was going to say, I don't yeah. know if I could sustain $15 all day on that. Besides, <laughs> I'm not attractive enough to be with the- no you're not obviously ah. you've got to be very attractive to go to this place nah. and it looks like yeah, health and safety it. is out the window they don't care a shit about health and safety do they <laughs> it's like yeah. you want to go off on your bike Back just go for it mate sexy people times i know yeah uh so there you go if you want to go sliding well, in waco there's a place to head to nice. Uh, and that's kind of about it for this week. So on that note, we need that is to get it. the hell. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Here. Much love. Enchantment. Enchantment. Do you know what's kind of funny? Uh, Jason's put, I got him, but I am pretty sexy, right? I've, I've got this image, at the, you know, at the gate. Yeah, I know the gate of this place that you come up and you go, uh, can I have two, please? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. You can't come in. Yeah. What do, what do you mean I can't come in? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, but you're just a bit too ugly. You, you you can't come and hang out here. You've got to be, you know, pretty. We have a meter, you know, the way we measure people and and how good looking they are. And you just unfortunately aren't up to scratch. You just got to go. You hear? <laughs> yeah, you're ugly. Gonna be this go good away. looking to ride this slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, you know, go and get some plastic surgery sorted out. Maybe you can come in then. Luke, see you. That's... See you next time. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's where you want to head if you live in Texas. And Jason said the kids love it. Attention, everyone! I have recorded the new Sincast, but I just haven't edited it. No, what is going on? I'm just because it took me an hour to record on like Thursday, and then another hour on Friday, and then I was like, man, I'm worn out with this. I just need to do the last uh. part. But it'll take another half hour to post all the links and cut all the edits out. And I'm a busy man. I have time for this. Oh, no, I'll have to resubscribe and everything now. Why? Well, I'll do, you know, I got rid of you. Why? Well, you didn't do anything for ages. Why does it hurt you to have the thing still there? Well, you know, he was just hanging around doing nothing. I was like, what's the point of having this on here? I don't blame you for feeling that way. I just hope other people <laughs> don't think that. Yeah. I've yeah. still got you, dude. I've still got you. Yeah. I kept virtual pizza on there because these were oh, quality oh, shows, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. I've definitely been more recent than that. Yeah, but these were quality, man. Oh, you know, there's the real issue. Uh, if another one, of, if another one of those comes out, I know it's going to be, you know, really good. <laughs> you know that Philly puts out a good show. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. <laughs> right. And on that note, I got to. Oh.